Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We praise you. We love you, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you for the days that we are in right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Watch and pray For I would come for you one day I gave you my word so you would know The time I'd come and take you It's time for you to look around The signs I gave for coming down Come and be home. Come and be home. 
prophecy from somebody that was born in Odessa in Ukraine. Well, it mentioned 2024, although historically all the dates have not come true thus far, so we'll just have to wait and see. Sure do have a big list, but our Father does relent and he does respond to prayers, so we'll have to wait and see how much of the list that we have been following actually comes true, praise God, but we sure do have an overwhelming amount of things to report tonight, and and, you know, oh, and please, please don't forget to lift me up in prayer because we're getting to a point right now, I'm just letting you know, where um, it's going to take a miracle of God, really. For example, the Czech Republic right now is going to put people in jail for siding with anything, you know, if you say anything positive about the Russians, not that, you know, I mean, anything, pro, any pro-Russian speech whatsoever, um, they're going to throw you in jail. All right, I just wanted to let you know that that's kind of weird weird stuff that's happening out there right now, and um, it's weird, being weird. So um, I do appreciate any mention in prayers. I am always asking for them. Uh, I, I We just don't have the time tonight, praise Jesus, to be able to put out all the information that we need to be able to put out and um, do the show, have guests, everything else. Not, not that the guests aren't important. They're vitally important, but... Um, it's overwhelming. And, and then on top of it all, um, praise Jesus, we got Brother Sammy Mwangi joining us, but he's going to be coming in about 15 minutes after the hour, um, not this hour, but the next. And um, so we slid folks back a little bit. Elaine is going to be coming in at around 830. Uh, give me a little bit more time to pump some of this information out, which is basically impossible. So I'm going to try to once again to do the impossible as best as I can. Um, I know people are overwhelmed. I know a lot of people are glued to their TVs, which is actually kind of a bad thing to be doing because the information, the disinformation that is out there right now is unbelievable. Um, now, I am, remember, remember this again, I will say time and time and time and time and time and time and time again, time again, time again, time and time again, that um, the answer is never A, it's, it's, it's you know, if, if you were to look at it with the things that are going on around the world right now, you would have to, you know, and compare it to the analogy that I use to try to help people understand the complexity of the analog nature of our Heavenly Father and all the things that are happening around the world right now. Um, you need to understand that the answer is not just A. The answer is not just B. The answer is not just C. The answer is D, to some degree, all of the above. Now, you know, I, I, if you don't understand that logic, I'm, I, I wish there was some magical Vulcan mind grip I could do to just help you get it right away and just, you know, praise God and thank you, Jesus, and, you know, lay hands on you and all that kind of stuff, but I can't. Um, I've had endless hour, multi-hour conversations with people of, you know, from, from the Ukraine who have family in the Ukraine. Um, some of them lean toward the Russian side. Some of them lean a little bit toward, you know, the middle of the road a little bit. Uh, some of them are overly analytical, quite frankly, and I've 
counseled them that if they don't get out of the weeds, they're never going to see anything above the, they're going to live, they're going to be stuck uh, in a rock uh, beneath the canopy of the Amazon forest. They're never going to climb up the ladder far enough to even be able to see there's a Pacific Ocean on the other side of Chile. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Right, kids? There's a Pacific Ocean out there. Um, and, um, you know, so anyway, it, it, you know, these things are intended to be complex, but since 9-11, there has never been an attempt by the forces of darkness to, um, make something this, this is like so many times bigger than 9-11. It's unbelievable, particularly in the sense that, uh, the, the magnitude of the global mind control and manipulation that is taking place. Again, do not think for a second that all of the information that is being propagated out there is false. That is, that would be a wrongful understanding. Okay. That I, I'm just letting you know the, it's partial. It, 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 that's how it works. Uh, Sandy hook actually happened, but yes, they had crisis actors. Uh, the January 16 was uh, orchestrated. They did have crisis actors. They did have black ops involved. It was absolutely orchestrated. They did sucker punch a lot of people to go inside the Capitol building that they shouldn't have, but it was orchestrated. Okay, I have, I have the data. I've known about this. This is how they operate. The Pulse Club massacre was done by five people, not one. Uh, the San Bernardino was done by uh, – the attack in San Bernardino was done by approximately four to six uh, uh, military personnel, um, a paramilitary personnel that drove away in large black Tahoes as reported immediately after the massacre by – before they took it down. Okay, and then they blamed it on a couple of patsies uh, driving down the road because, you know, the San Bernardino police are so sharp. And uh, two hours later, they said, oh, my goodness, that must be them. And they caught them. And wow. But that's not what happened. It's never what happened. And it's not that it doesn't happen. It's that it doesn't happen the way that we're told that it happens. And that makes it ten times more complicated to decipher. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But never before have I ever seen in my life, in, in, and I've been doing this a long time, folks. And I've been on, and you know, for what it's worth, and it's probably not worth a lot, certainly not, probably not worth that much unless people get their soul saved and get on their knees before Jesus and cry out to the Father to be filled with his love. Because if you're not filled with the love of the Father and the love of Jesus, and he is your first love, and your eyes are on him right now, then oopsie-daisy. I don't want anybody to miss the barley harvest. I don't want to miss it myself. I'm worried. You know, I haven't been perfect. I don't think any of us have, but nevertheless, and maybe we can't be, but, with, you know, I, you know, I'm, anyway, I'm not going to get into that. I don't have time for that. All right. So anyway, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We all need to, you know, if you haven't been getting on your knees and you haven't been spending more time with the Lord, if you haven't been waking up an extra hour early or an extra 45 minutes and spending time on your knees and crying out to the Lord and seeking him with all of your heart and your mind, your soul, everything, uh, you know, you better hurry up. You better hurry up. You better hurry up real bad. Because you don't want to be, you don't want to miss the barley harvest, and um, and if you do miss the barley harvest, where uh, a whole bunch of us disappear, and NASA comes on TV and blames it on the aliens. If you're still here when NASA comes on TV and blames it on the aliens because a bunch of people are missing, then you got to buckle up because you're going to be here into World War III, the full-blown World War III, and you're going to be here uh, past the, you know, the, the great global earthquake of Revelation 6, verse 12, which is caused by a meteor that hits off the coast of Puerto Rico and then leads us into the day of the Lord. And then the three days of darkness and then 40 days there will be the wheat 
final harvest, the wheat harvest, the wheat rescue mission. And there, for 40 days, uh, there will be any of us that are still alive will be uh, called out of our chambers. Uh, you know, Isaiah 26, verse 20, go into your chambers for a little while until the ind- indignation has passed. The indignation is the alien invasion that occurs during the day of the Lord, which, by the way, is called down by our Heavenly Father to slaughter essentially the unrighteous. Now then, um, and we're going to be in our chambers if we're going to be here for the wheat harvest, if we survive the great tsunami, it's going to kill 22 million people on the East Coast of the United States of Babylon the Great. Hallelujah. Praise God. But you know what? Isaiah 57.1 says that a lot of us are going to be taken out in different times, different places, different things. And it's going to be a blessing because precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Psalm 116, verse 15. Praise God. All right, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we have come to that point where right now it appears that, uh, well, what, what we have happening right now is essentially a type of a 9-11. But it's so much bigger than 9-11 uh, in the size of the lie. Okay, so 9-11, it was kind of miraculous, you know, really uh, amazing that they pulled it off the way that they did and caused the dissension and people would be fighting amongst each other and all. And and, and, and then videos and DVDs and endless uh, documentaries came out essentially for all intents and purposes, utterly proving beyond any shadow of a doubt, any decent jury that was on a you know, capital crime jury, which I've been a part of, would say guilty. You know, but people forget, and then they go about their daily business, or they just don't want to have their their worldview ripped out from underneath them. They don't want to have their, uh, you know, their cosmology ripped out from underneath them. They just want to simply live in their comfortable little place. But God's about to yank that rug out from underneath everybody because he's going to put everybody into a dizzy because in the midst of the darkness will rise up what? The Lord Jesus Christ and the light of the Lord Jesus Christ, which hopefully that we are all prepared to be even to our death. About that, that's pretty serious stuff, folks. So you better buck up and get ready. Start praying. Get on your knees. You're, you're running out of time. I'm serious. I am too. We all are. So anyway, um, you know, could things now? Here's here's your maybe. Here is a. I would say the likelihood is kind of very ultra small. But there's always the possibility. There's always the slight possibility that this whole thing could turn around. Putin could go home. And but you know what? I have never seen. The whole world. I mean, I I know a a Russian translator. Um, Now, that person was born in, you know, Odessa, but I can tell you that, um, you know, she's already having hate hate stuff happening to her. She's, you know, she's an American now. And, um, uh, you know, it's just unbelievable. You know, if, if the things that are happening across the world right now are orchestrated. It is it is the biggest Michael Jackson moonwalking fake news episode, thing that I've ever seen in my life. But it's fake news combined, as always, with real news. The problem is where it begins and where it stops, you're never really sure. Now, I will tell you this. This will help you out a lot, I think, to get yourself maybe centered a little bit, get your, your gravity centered a little bit. First and foremost, if you're watching Fox News and CNN right now, you're hearing a pack of lies like you have never heard a pack of lies before. And that is exactly what they're counting on. See, in any of the mainstream media, BBC, NPR, uh, global, any of the mainstream global news outlets that are part of what is normally referred to as the West, which would include all of the European Union, probably most of uh, the uh, the Americanized Western-like countries like Australia, New Zealand, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, all of uh, uh, America, essentially the United States and, and any of its affiliates. Um, but anyway, you know, this is this this is an orchestrated 9/11 type of an event 
uh, you know, basically, I don't know if you understand the concept of rub-a-dope, but it's, it's, I think it was a Muhammad Ali, forgive me if I'm wrong about this, but I think it was a Muhammad Ali that, that invented the technique in the boxing ring of rub-a-dope. Now, Putin is not a dope. Okay, so make no mistake, if he's anything, he's a genius. All right, but I didn't say he was a nice saint or anything like that, and I, ain't, and I certainly won't suggest, not even for a millisecond, that the guy is any kind of a saint. That is not the, the point here. The, the, the truth is, at this time, you're not going to find the truth. You're just simply not. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father but by him. He is your first love. And you love your father with all of your heart, your mind, and your soul. And if you are not on your knees and continue his prayer, I, I, I felt an, a pulling by the Holy Spirit just before I started the program tonight. And I have a stack of scripture cards uh, on my desk here. And um, I, I felt a pulling by the Holy Spirit uh, to uh, flip the scripture card stack to see what the next one said. Let me share it with you. It says, pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians 5, verse 17. That's how the Lord talks to me in many different ways, because I invite him to. I want him to. Now, I'm sharing that with you because, guess what? He wasn't just talking to me. Sorry for the squeaking and squawking, but I'm moving the mic boom around. <laughs> Hallelujah. So anyway, um, how do I cover all of this? All right. So there are those who may think that this whole neo-Nazi thing, see, I, I, I have, uh, I, let, me, let me try to help you get something. This is hard to do because we're all in different places and our minds spin around and work in different ways. The, the concept of the word Nazi has to be understood as not – the normal human thing to do is to say World War II Nazi Heil Hitler, and you're going to wear a swastika and, you're, and all that kind of stuff. Nazism, though, however, is a um, – it's a mindset. It's a practice. It is a. Um, it is. It, 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 it's not about the swastika, although the swastika is a representative symbol of a black sun, which is the planet X, and blah blah blah, and the whole thing all comes together. And it is also what you know the Denver airport um, runways are shaped in. And so it's a big deal. But um, it's a you know um, the concept of Nazism is the is a it's a it's a belief system. <clears throat> So if you have any expertise at all on World War II, you will understand that they believe they were the master race. Okay, and they didn't believe that everybody in Germany was a master race, but they certainly believed that there were certain select ones of them that were part of the master race. And they wanted to be able to use Dr. Mengele, who is now calls himself Dr. Green, who works in the satanic ritual abuse arena, which Elena is very familiar with. Uh, so is Robert Vandrius Mitchell um, and uh, many others, unfortunately, but he's still alive. But anyway, the, the, the point is that um, the, the, all the things that are happening right now, this whole master race concept, this is the elite, the elite. The epicenter of all things of the elite on the world, okay, so you could say, well, it's the Bilderberg group. Well, you'd be right. You could say, uh, oh, it's all the people that go to Bohemian Grove or you know, whatever, and uh, you'd be right. Um, you could say, oh, it's all the people that are part of the elite and are part of the you know, World Economic Forum, and you'd be right. And the, you know, the Fuhrer, as of now anyway, uh, is essentially Klaus Schwab. and You'd be right. Um, but is Klaus Schwab in charge of the whole thing? You'd be wrong. 
then now you have to go up a level. You got to go up into the blue bloods. You got to go up into the kings and queens. You wouldn't believe how many king, how many countries out there have kings, have queens, have royalty in palaces. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. We all know about the stuff in the United Kingdom and the shape-shifting reptilians that live in Windsor Castle and all that kind of creepy, weird stuff. Okay, thank you very much, Christine Fitzgerald, and the testimonies of so many people. However, we don't. most people don't know about how many other kings and queens and, 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 and aristocracy and stuff that is all, all over the world. All right. Now, so you got to go up to that level. And by the time you get to that level, you're pretty much dealing with fallen seraphim, which are the reptilians. So when the angels fell, when the judgment of God came down on Satan and third, you know, fell, et cetera, which you pick up in Revelation 12 and the dragon and all that, um, uh, you know, a third of the uh, many different species and types of angels, which, by the way, if you have books on angelology and stuff like that, oh, my goodness, are there many, many. And and it, it's it's worse than that. It's much more complicated than people realize. The concept of fallen angels, because the very term angel by its – the word angel in the, in the Bible simply means messenger. So any, any civilization that is out there in the universe that our Heavenly Father de, you know, gives a commandment to and says, you need to go and do this or whatever the case is, then they, by definition, have been deputized as angelic beings. They are now messenger class beings that are working on behalf of the heavenly office of God. But you've got to understand these things, and, these, and very few people in the world do understand these things, and I've been studying them for, oh, golly, Jiminy Crickets, I don't even know how long. I mean, it seems like forever now. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, which, by, which is, by the way, you know, uh, that's why God, you know, refers in Isaiah 13, you know, uh, that he calls his mighty ones, you know, those who exalt in his exaltation or something like that. I'd have to go and quote it, and I, I can't take the time to look it up. Just read it yourself. He's sending a, an armies of alien beings down upon the earth to levy judgment, to do horrible things, you know, to kill off the unrighteous during the day of the Lord which is uh, captured in the, me- in the uh, analogy slash metaphor of the, um, you know, and, and uh, the stars will fall from the heaven like a fig tree shaken by a mighty wind. That is an alien invasion. All right, so anyway, um, and that is God sending uh, al- alien beings from another part of the universe that um, love him and worship him to do a job. It's judgment. All right, so anyway, um, it's, it's complicated, and I know it's very hard for a lot of people to understand. By now, those of you who are relatively new to the show, which I'm sure there are plenty of you out there, probably are like, oh, my gosh, this guy's lost his ever lover mind. Why am I even bothered listening to this program? Well, we've been on the air for 11 years, and I, <laughs> what, what can I say? I've had people pop out of nowhere going, hey, Johnny, boy, it sure looks like cheating up over there. And, you know, the other, and can you give me a kind of like, what's going on and kind of thing? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm like... I can't. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and I'll send them a link to the latest article, which, by the way, grows every day. So every day there, I'm putting up more and 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 more stuff on the article that is entitled, uh, um, uh, you know, Russia is, you know, killing off or whatever the Klaus Schwab Nazis. Now, you just have to understand that the New World Order, the Reset 2.0 people, these entities of darkness, they work in a hierarchy, uh, and that hierarchy goes all the way up to Satan himself. Okay, you have to understand that. If you don't understand that, then you're not going to get it. I'm sorry. 
It's a big old hierarchy of evil and ugly. And there's a lot of them that are not human. They are tares. And uh, they are not eligible. They are twice dead, as the book of Jude, Jude says. And they're, they walk amidst us, just like in the movie. Hey, Biden is a reptilian, for sure. George W. Bush, reptilian, for sure. Um, uh, uh, boy, we need, we need uh, Robert Vandrius Mitchell to pop on here real quick and give us a rundown. But anyway, um, oh, the list just goes on and on and on. All right. So anyway, if you go to tribulation-now.org, I, I got to do like a little bit of a cheat sheet today or tonight because of the sheer volume of end of the world stuff and try to get out as much as I can because it's so vitally important. I don't want anybody to miss the barley harvest. Then we've got, you know, God's healer sevens out there saying, you know, that, that, that you know, the, uh, the, the, the arc door is closed. And I don't believe that. I'm sorry. I disagree with it. Um, uh, and um, uh, and I am going to keep on trying until death does me part. It's fascinating. I was just talking about the uh, multiple layers of the um, pyramid of darkness and everything. And uh, uh, just right now on my Echo Show 5 pops up a, uh, a uh, uh, thing of the Masonic Lodge and the many levels of the uh, Masonic Lodge versus the um, Scottish Rite and all that kind of stuff. It's just amazing. The synergy that I'm seeing right now is just yeah, it's mind-blowing. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now. The so if you scroll down to I mean you'd have to kind of skim over the tribulation now I'm going to try to touch on some of these things but I wanted to let you know that there is a video up there uh, that I put just today uh, and it's entitled uh, the the, um, the subtitle is also here are some fake news facts that's the heading to subtitle and the subtitle of the video is false flags and fake news Russia Ukraine conflict discrepancies now again it's not that it's not happening. And it's not that it's not bad. It's just that there's so much fake news and so much propped up stuff, so many bombs that are blowing up that are not actually blowing up in the Ukraine, so many things that are just, I mean, that are literally, I mean, they even took video clips from video games. Can you believe that? But you've got to go to tribulation-now.org and you've got to look at the evidence. What's fascinating is in the clip, uh, the video clip, why so many lies, false flag, fake news, and propaganda. If you look at that one, you will notice that the person, I don't know him from Adam, but it ended, it ended uh, I got to me, praise God. And I was like, oh my gosh. And the guy found out, he, and he, he double checks his math, found out that Klaus Schwab himself, or if you will, the World Economic Forum, Actually, what is the owner of one of the major biolabs? Now, if you dare type the word biolab into even DuckDuckGo right now, the forces of darkness have infiltrated even the search engines of DuckDuckGo. So you're out there going, ooh, I'm using DuckDuckGo, so I'm going to get – you'll get better results, but forget about Google. It's completely toast. So all you're going to see and – and, and when you type things like that in there and you see you know, pages and pages and pages and pages of this is fake, this is fake, this has never happened, there are no United States-sponsored uh, bioweapon labs in the Ukraine, it's fake, 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 and you see like 30 pages of that stuff, why does that tell you? That it's true. Simple as that. It's not complicated because Isaiah 29, our father warned us and said they turn everything upside down. Who are we dealing with? Satan's minions. All the way from the boardroom. Yep. Anyway, and Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. I wonder how many, quote, prophets out there are hearing from that angel of light. I don't know. But anyway, um, 
Klaus, okay, so I've got it so much. I wanted to let you know that by a mysterious, we'll call it a coincidence, um, I entitled the article, um, you know, um, uh, you know, essentially Putin or Russia is destroying the Klaus Schwab Nazis. Uh, and also it's still the upper left-hand corner or the very first one that you run to if you go there to tribulation-now.org on a mobile device. All right, now, i got to keep going because I'm going to run out of time like I always do. But I wanted to let you know that at the time that I published that information, once again, after 420 original articles back ending around 2013, 2014, I slowed way down because I just didn't have the time. Work was killing me. Uh, Still kind of is, although I have a little bit of a law right now, which is a very interesting coincidence, by the way. And then um, uh, and then uh, I and I wrote the whole Klaus Schwab, you know, Putin's killing Klaus Schwab Nazis. but I didn't really have, you know, and I, I had a person say, well, you can't really say it's Klaus Schwab. These are neo-Nazis. Well, I, the problem is that particular person is stuck in the trees in the Amazon forest. They haven't climbed up the ladder far enough to get it. You've got to understand the New World Order. You've got to understand the pecking order. You've got to understand the alien races of beings, the fallen angels, the fallen seraphim that, that, are, that are essentially dragons. Some of them have wings, which make them Draco reptilians. You've got to get these things. And if you don't get them, gosh, you're arriving to the party late. I'm sorry. Wish I could just, like I said, I wish I could just somehow wave my hands, lay my hands on you and say, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I impart everything the Lord has shown me over the last 11 years to you. But I can't do it. But anyway, praise God. So I'm going to keep on trying as hard as I can. All right. We don't have enough time to go into all the little details, all the big details, but whatever. So then I get everything that I put up there, even the even the emergency radio broadcast. I have gotten so many confirmations from the Lord on the accuracy of those things. It's just blowing my mind. It's frying my mind. As Jonathan Cleck would say, I have to scrape my chin off the floor with a spatula. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, um, so I didn't know about the Klaus or the World Economic Forum owning like the largest bioweapon lab facility. I wanted to take the time to figure, get, you know, go through that video again. He shows you the actual name of it. And um, and and some of the evidence. And I wish I had remembered the name, but I forget. I forgot, and I got busy with work, and you know, just absolutely total insanity craziness. I've got communications coming in from people that have family over in the Ukraine right now all day long. I've got people that lived over in the Ukraine. Boy, and let me tell you something. There ain't one side. There ain't one side to this story, folks. There's a bunch of sides to this story. All right, so let's leave it at that. Um, now, uh, hold on a second. All right, so now I'm going to start to play, uh, and the kids are just going to have to hang in there for me. Kids, I'm sorry, but please hang in there for me. Ah! Okay, kids. All right, one. Just one tonight. Just one, okay? All right. All right. I mean, because after all, we should be happy. Because this is like the first really, I mean, we had the pandemic, but then everything started to get real quiet. And I was starting to go like, no, please don't let this be death by 50 bazillion cuts. And I was getting all bummed out. Oh, man, I ain't bummed out anymore, man. Praise Jesus. So anyway, um, so kids, where do bad rainbows go? Where do bad rainbows go? Prism. Because it's a light sentence. <laughs> light sentence. <laughs> all right. Way to go, kids. And on that note, let's go into news. That's endless tonight. Whew. Ladies and gentlemen, grab your attention, please. It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh, it's not normal. This is disturbing. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Here we go. All right. So, um, oh boy, uh, this is a lot of stuff. I'm going to try to get it all out there. I just want you to hear some of this stuff. This is amazing. The Lord shows me a lot of cool things, and people send me things, but believe me, the Lord... I can't get into it. It'll take time. All right, praise God. I want to share this with you. This is what is referred to as an epic rant. It's Alex Jones raging about the Moderna vaccine, but it's more than that. It's a bunch. It's more than that. I'm not going to do a lot of it. Uh, I'm just going to do a little snippet of it because I just kind of want you to, you know, experience (laughs) my world, a little bit of my world. But anyway, praise God. It's all of our world. All right. Hallelujah. Here we go. You need high-quality, affordable... Hold on. Through this ready He's to got to do the uh, commercial bit. We are ready to ship right now. Follow the link right here, here and get 25... Okay, here we go. Just this story alone, you can make 20 movies about. You can talk about it for a thousand years. This is the crime of the century, and that's just one... He's talking about the Moderna massive information. revelation. Moderna CEO struggles to answer why COVID-19 contains patented gene sequence. It's one out of three trillion that you could find that. And that's just in the wild, much less a company that makes those things that was at the center of it, owned partially by Bill Gates, having it three, four years before the virus is released. Impossible. It's one thing to say one out of three trillion, this could occur naturally in, in, in nature, but then the very company that rolls it out to try to make you take it is the one years before that has it. That's impossible. Impossible! 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 Just this stack right here is so horrible. And I refuse to rationalize what's going on and like not make it a big deal in my brain and go into Stockholm Syndrome. If there's one thing Alex Jones doesn't have, it's the Stockholm gene, where when I'm being abused, I can make excuses for it, and 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 I can decide I don't like it, and 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 you know just go along with it. I can decide I don't like being awake. I don't have the Stockholm gene, and instead, when people are enslaving me and my family and enslaving you, I get extremely upset about it. And just this stack alone right here is unbelievable. Do you know what happened? Talking about news reports about Moderna and Pfizer. They had three more universities with CRISPR gene editors scan the damn COVID-19. And it is 100% made in a lab. And it's 100% made by Moderna. And it's 100% made in 2016. I had family and friends die. They murdered people I know. And debilitated other people I care about. Me too. And now they start a war with Russia. I'm so sick of Bill Gates. I'm so sick of Barack Obama. I'm so sick of Hillary Clinton. I can't even look at them anymore. All right. And on that note, (laughs) because if my hunch is correct, since I have, um, you know, back in 2004, I think it was, a woman by the name that she's gone on to be with Jesus, her name was Betty Ebal. She was the mom, uh, the um, wife of David Ebal, who is our family um, home Bible study preacher. He also traveled around the world and stuff. I had, when I was seven years old, I had a crush on his daughter, Rosie, <laughs> big time. <laughs> but anyway, he's a little bit little kid thing. And we used to sit side by side at Grace Chapel Church together. I was seven, she was six. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, I've uh, watched it. I got an email. This before I woke up about 9-11. Got an email from Betty Ebal about 2003, 2004, and um, had a little MP3 attached to it. It was Alex Jones ranting. <laughs> and it caught my attention because it kind of woke me up. It started the whole process forward. It's funny how God works, isn't it? It's amazing. It's amazing that I, the author of the first book ever written entitled The New World Order, uh, Ralph uh, Epperson, uh, uh, you know, I went to see him in 1988 at a hotel doing promoting his book, The Unseen Hand and the New World Order in 1988. Can you imagine that? And then we had him as a guest on the radio show. How about that? <laughs> what, 25 years later, 30 years later, right? Something like that. But anyway, praise God. So I just wanted to share that with you. Hallelujah. Now there's more. Here's more. I think I have it queued up. I hope I do. And I'm going to take a look here. Uh, nope, that's not it. Okay. I want to share this with you. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a video clip of that guy, Awaken with JP. He's a, a satir, satirist, but he puts out a lot of truth, amazing amounts of truth. And I highly recommend that you watch this video, but I'm going to play a little snippet of it because he's going to talk about what George Soros is saying about the Ukraine thing. Now, if you don't have a clue about how incredibly dark, satanic, evil, blood-drinking Soros is, oh, my. Yeah, start jogging because you got a ways to catch up. He wags us behind there. Okay, so anyway, matter of fact, I don't have time to go into all the details. Anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and play this Awaken with JP snippet because I queued it up right to the right about right to about the point that he starts to quote George Soros. Now, he's got a ton of other stuff on here, and I powerfully recommend that you go and listen to this 10-minute satire because it ain't just satire. It's really fact. He just does a really good job of making it funny, but he doesn't mean to. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's, it's paradox. But anyway, let me play this for you. In other news, Unwoke Narrative reports the following. In times of turbulence, pro-war sentiments are lobbied by defense contractors who need war to maximize profits. They also report on a headline from the Washington Post. Biden must show that the U.S. stands ready to support Ukraine, militarily if necessary. What the article didn't mention is that it was authored by Michael Vickers, a member of the board of directors of Europe's largest defense contractor. Pretty cool, right? But what's this mean? We don't know. All we know is that we didn't want you to know that he's a major defense contractor who profits from war. That's why we didn't disclose it in the article. But one thing we do know is that if you don't go along with our Russia-Ukraine narrative, just like all our other narratives, we'll try to discredit you and smear your name. How? You're a Putin-Russian sympathizer. It could just be like how if you haven't gone along with our other narratives for the past couple of years, we'll predictably smear you by labeling you things like racist, misogynistic, transphobic, anti-vaxxer, and or science denier. Same pattern of intimidating you with a shameful smear if you don't go along with our narrative. We don't do anything new. We just use new terms for our same old tricks. So don't be a Putin-Russian sympathizer. It's great. We can't believe it still works. All we have to do is change the word, but keep doing the same thing. But when there's any question, if we're reporting the actual news or just propaganda, 
You can look to see if trustworthy superheroes like Hillary Clinton and George Soros are saying the same thing as us. And they are. Here's what George Soros, who seems to be funding the destruction of our democracy, tweeted. I have witnessed Ukraine transform from a collapsing part of the Soviet Union to a liberal democracy and an open society. It has faced countless acts of Russian aggression, but it has persisted. Brave Ukrainians are now on the front line, risking their lives in an onslaught that reminds me of the siege of Budapest in 1944 and the siege of Sarajevo in 1993. He goes on. Putin's actions are a direct attack on the sovereignty of all states that were once in the Soviet Union and beyond. Russia is in clear violation of the United Nations Charter and should be held accountable. It is important that both the transatlantic alliance, the United States, Canada, the European Union, and the United Kingdom, but also other nations do whatever is in their power to support Ukraine in its time of existential threat. Soros says we should go to war, so we say we should go to war. So you'll think we should go to war. Why is Soros spending over $48 million funding media organizations? What a dumb headline that we're not going to go into. Hey, when are they going to start censoring alternative ideas on the Ukraine-Russian situation? I mean, it's just promoting dangerous ideas, right? Yeah, the deep state is scheduled to start censoring that next week. Oh, good. Can't wait. And here's what Hillary Clinton, who's definitely not a criminal, had to say about it. I am praying for the people of Ukraine. I'm pretty sure she doesn't believe in God. The world will be right and Putin accountable for the human suffering and destruction this unjustified and unprovoked war will bring. See, Hillary wants you to believe our narrative as well. And we can trust her, so you can trust us. And no, we're not going to report on how there's now strong evidence that Clinton-linked operatives spied on President Trump's servers during the campaign and while he was in office. Because that would be espionage and a felony. So it's better to just trust Hillary, okay? This just in. Regardless of whatever is actually going on with Russia and Ukraine, my heart goes out to the innocent people whose lives are being impacted by war. And I have the utmost respect for SaveOurAllies.org, who are currently operating rescue missions to courageously... All right, and I want to see one more thing if I can find it. It's in the beginning of this clip, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, let me see if I can find it. Got to hunt a little bit. Here we go. Praise Jesus. Where does, this is um, a lawmaker. Uh, now, I don't know if she's actively at this moment in time a lawmaker, um, but she – I forget her name, but he's going, to te- he's going to mention it in a second. But you need to listen. She's very um, – <sighs> I think she's a whole, in Hawaii. Um, I, he's going to mention her name, and so I'm just going to go ahead and let that happen. So here we go. Let me, I want you to hear what this lawmaker says, okay? And by the way, she does it on TikTok, so they can't block her and all that kind of stuff. All right, so anyway, here we go. Ready, get set, go. He's a leader and his people, right? Absolutely. And here's what Tulsi Gabbard had to say. Tulsi Gabbard. Here's something you are not going to hear on the mainstream media. What you do hear is warmongers arguing that we must protect Ukraine because it is a quote-unquote democracy. But they're lying. Ukraine isn't actually a democracy. For example, to hold on to power, Ukraine's president shut down the three TV stations that were openly criticizing him and his policies, imprisoned the head of the opposition political party that had come in second place in their elections, and went and arrested and jailed that party's leaders. This is exactly what Putin has been accused of doing. 
But Ukraine did this all with the support of the United States. Well, she's proven to be. Okay, so uh, Tulsi Gabbard uh, is an American politician and United States Army Reserve officer who served as the United States representative for Hawaii's 2nd Congressional District from 2013 to 2021. Elected in 2012, she was the first Hindu member of the Congress and also the first Samoan American voting member of Congress. Did you hear what she said? (laughs) Okay, hopefully you did. They're, they're all doing my job for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So, um, okay, and real quick, before I go into the Klaus Schwab bit, um, I wanted to also mention that there's a lot of fuss out there about Russia using thermobaric weapons. And there are also NPR, which is one of the most lying, evil, satanic, dribbling, I mean, we're talking about, ugh, the stuff that comes out of I never even I'm not even going to go there. I'll gross out the kids. But the NPR, forget it. Now, so they're claiming that you know, of course, they're going to take whatever they can and, and make up more lies. And they're saying that you know Russia's using cluster bombs. And they're they're oh my gosh, wait until you hear some of the other stuff that's coming out. But anyway, um, the 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 bit about them using thermobaric weapons, though, however, is actually accurate. They, the reason why they would use a thermobaric weapon is a thermobaric weapon is the only weapon in the entire world that has the ability to utterly vaporize and utterly, utterly eliminate things to the microorganism virus level. So if you're going to take out bioweapon labs, you're going to use thermobaric weapons because they're the only ones that can wipe it all out. So Putin was going out of his way to make sure that he didn't create another global pandemic. Get it? Also, they're real quick to tell you that they're using thermobaric weapons, but they won't, that they're very fast to deny that there's any bioweapons labs, even though the evidence is overwhelming. All right. So I wanted to play this on the last show. Come to find out it was actually a meltdown at Blog Talk Radio, and they did fix it. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, But I'm going to continue through the news. But I do want to introduce you to the head of the – so again, it's an ID – it's an ID – it's a – you know, people will say things like, oh, well, you know, that's not, you know, you can't link Klaus Schwab, and it's not all Nazism, and it's not all, all about Heil Hitler. See, it ain't like that. It's an ideal, it's, it's an idealism, or, you know, and it's an idea. It's a belief system, okay? Um, and and, and the, the global elite are the master race. The homeland security is fatherland. The fatherland security of the Reich. You putting it all together? The FEMA camps are the Nazi death camps, Treblinka, Auschwitz, you know, all, uh, all that stuff. Okay, Sobibor, really horrible stuff. Five um, Nazi death camps. You put them on a map over the top of Europe, and it creates what? A pentagram. The United States Pentagon from above is in the shape of a what? Pentagram. The airport runways from above at Denver are in the shape of a swastika. Folks, man, you got to lobotomize yourself. I mean, you really do to to, to miss this stuff. 
All right, and in and in and under duress over the phone, I you know on the last show I re- read for you what Joseph Goebbels, the head propagandist, uh, you know that ran the whole prop- propaganda engine for the Nazi Party, um, Reich Minister of Propaganda, 1933 to 1945. He said, if you tell a big enough lie and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it, which is what's happening on all the mainstream media. The lie can be maintained only for such a time as the state can shield the people from the uh, political, economic, and military consequences of the lie. It thus becomes vitally important that the state use all of its powers to repress dissent, for the truth is the mortal enemy of the lie, which is why we have. All the censorship, all the fake news, all the all the creepy, weird stuff that's going on out there. Czech Republic putting people in jail for siding with anything having to do with Russians. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm starting to feel a little bit like Alex Jones. <laughs> I'm having an Alex Jones moment. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go ahead and listen what um, this – I don't know if he's an entity or not or if he's just an Operation Paperclip Nazi or what. I don't know. But anyway, he is the head of the World Economic Forum that has one of the that you know, owner stake in one of the largest bioweapons that was just destroyed or biolabs that was just destroyed in Ukraine by the Russians. Let's listen to what he has to say. It's a pretty nice little snippet I have at the top of the article at tribulation-now.org. That by the way is going to give you the whole story. All right. Let's listen. As a young generation, like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, half of this government, are actually young noble leaders of the world. So if we penetrate the cabinets, the change is not just happening. The change can be shaped by us. We have to prepare for a more angry world. How to prepare to take the necessary action to create a fairer world? A fairer world. I see the need for a great reset. So people assume we are just going back to the good old world which we had and everything will be normal again. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. There is only one way this pandemic is going the to World go. Health Organization. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Did did you listen to the guy talking? I mean, come on, man. Really? Why, Why do you suppose the Lord had me become such a World War II buff? I've watched like every documentary that was ever created on World War II, every movie that was ever created, you name it. Anyway, I suppose it's just a coincidence. All right, are you ready for this? We got more fun to report. Thank you, Jesus. Next up, Putin. I'm sorry, Putin. <laughs> I can't tell the difference from any of them. Biden has get this. Executive order was just put out. I found this by coincidence. 
just now, or just before the show, executive order on blocking property of certain persons and prohibiting certain transactions with respect to continued Russian efforts to undermine the sovereignty and territorial integrity of the Ukraine. Now, I need to read this because I don't know how I'm going to do it. I, I mean, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I have saved it to read it because I read such things, and I also understand them better than a lot of people do because I've been doing it for well, 26 years. All right. So anyway, so reading law to me is like second nature. And there's hidden things in there. And if you don't know how it works, then you, you'll read over it and it won't dawn on you what they're actually saying. But usually the way the executive orders are written, they, the title of the executive order is focused on a particular topic, but then they weave in just like they do with all laws uh, that, you know, that they call pork, you know, they weave in other provisions under other circumstances to allow them to do what? Come and arrest, you know, guys like, you know, what's his name? The guy that I just played for you. <laughs> okay. Oh, and by the way, he gives out a, he's, he's sitting up his own website because he's getting pretty paranoid and, and as he ought to, I praise God. At least I have the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And if I don't, and the Lord tells me it's time to go home and I hear the choppers landing in my cul-de-sac, then well, well, see you later. And you won't have a radio show for anymore, but I don't think, I don't, I have a feeling I'm going to be stuck here for a while. Anyway, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. United States government just admitted this is a war that will determine who will rule the new world order. Oh, my goodness. Yep, that was actually put out. That exact article was put out by Zero Hedge. And um, you can download. I don't have time to do this. I'm sorry. I don't. But you can go to www.tribulation-now.org or just tribulation-now.org. And you can go through through the links, the white on the black, the links, or click the little menu with the horizontal white, you know, menu bars, and search very carefully toward the end. You will see show notes. They are in PDF format. And I just realized I did not put the show notes up tonight because I got too busy, ran out of time, didn't get to have supper, and was coordinating with people from the Ukraine. And oh my gosh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, uh, oh, and folks, <laughs> while they're telling you, you know, oh, it's just terrible in Kiev and people are shooting guns and boom, 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 and report and report. And then I'm like looking at my webcams of, of downtown Kiev and there's like people walking baby carriages and strolling down the street, and, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so um, uh, here, let me go ahead and go save as because I do want to get this up on just in case a listener does want to go and look at these actual reports. Uh, I want to try to remember to get this up uh, on um, here. Let me go ahead and grab a post-it note. If I don't, I'll forget. So I'll stick the post-it note right up here um, to remind me to put that, uh, the, you know, the, the show notes up. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. And, and and the show notes will be entitled the name, the title of the show. Okay. So we'll have, you know, it'll be with Elena and all that. All right. Praise God. And you'll see it be at the top. All right. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And you can see all of these headlines and you can read them. You can read them. You can also hunt them down, type them in, all that kind of stuff. Read between the lines, whatever you want to do. All right. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Diplomats from 22 nations urge Pakistan to condemn Russia. What would they do that for? You know, all for one and all, one for all, and you're either with us or you're against us, or you know, you see what I'm saying? You're getting 22 nations. Can you imagine that? 
22 separate nations urging Pakistan. The 193-member United Nations General Assembly will this week vote on a resolution condemning Moscow's aggression against Ukraine, and they must have Pakistan join them. <laughs> I mean, really, the only thing that comes to my mind, really, when I think about it is... Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, that's hysteria. Or... <laughs> Or, 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 okay, I have more, but <laughs> I got Snagglepuss, exit, stage left, that would be the rapture, all right, praise God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, next one up, glory to God, hold on a second, let me get over here, here we go. Former televangelist Pat Robinson says Putin is the beginning of Armageddon. A moment of truth for Europe. European Parliament greenlights Ukraine bid to join the EU. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Folks, are you seeing what's going on here? They're doing everything they possibly can to get fighting forces in there to take the Russians out. Oh, well, anyway. Yep. All right. Keep, keep on going. Let's keep on going. Terrorist ringleader unveils Saudi intelligence plot to partition Iran. Listen to this again. I am going to read this to you again. Terrorist ringleader unveils Saudi intelligence plot to split up Iran. Now, remember, the, the, the Sunnis and the, uh, and the Shiites hate each other, and the Saudis hate Iran, and Iran hates the Saudis. Okay, even though they're kind of the, the Sunnis and the, and, and, the, and the Shiites are all over the place, and they're intermingled and mixed. But don't you see, don't you remember that little boy Nathan and Rabbi Rami Levy, and how Nathan was taken to heaven, and he met with Jesus, but he didn't want to tell the rabbis in Israel, and, but he, but he, and, he, and he said that Obama was Gog, from Gog and Magog. Do you remember that testimony? And how how he said that the that the uh, that the uh, Arab states would all start to fight one another, but then they would suddenly turn on Israel. Do you remember? Because if you don't, you need to. Because guess what? This is exactly what would be required to cause the Arab states to start fighting one each other. We're getting so close; it's unbelievable, and it's all happening so fast. It's just like that. That uh, Sister Bonds, you know, the Bonds blog prophecy uh, from 2013, okay, where it says, and then I will come for you, daughter, take heart, for I know you are concerned about what is coming, this event, which I have spoken of, this cataclysmic event that will affect all mankind. You, my bride, will be protected, but you will see many things that you would not rather not. This is why I keep telling you to keep your eyes focused on me. My bride will be used in a mighty way to bring in the, the last harvest. Now, this is talking about the final harvest. It is not talking about specifically the barley harvest. Okay, the barley harvest would I would probably be reserved primarily for those who are, you know, kind of bringing in the harvest now, right? Amen. I don't know, uh, but you know, it goes along with the, you know, uh, the uh, parable of the talents and rewards. 
All right. Well, anyway, and, uh, and I have no idea. You know, who knows? I'll probably get. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. All right. Anyway, it goes on. Um, and, and before I bring you home to me, and then it goes on and says, um, yes, I have said I will give you warning and fear not. Okay. Now I'm going to jump a little ahead. It says, remember that I told you this is Jesus talking to Sister Bonnie through the prophetic tongue in 2013, August 11th of 2013, long, long time ago. Remember that I told you that there will be a short span of darkness that you will need to walk through before I come from my bride. Oops, what's happening now? What's happening now? What's happening now? What's happening now? Somebody smacked me on top of the head with a frying pan so that uh, the needle doesn't get stuck. Ow! Okay, we'll move on. It says there'll be a short span of darkness uh, that you'll have to walk through before I, uh, before I come from my bride. And there will be a time when it may appear that, you, that I have forsaken you, but nothing could be further from the truth. Now, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Times at the I don't have time. Go on, so let's go on. There is so much coming, my daughter, as I have told you. Know that when things begin to happen, drum roll, please. I'm going to do the uh, Chevy Chase Christmas vacation drum roll before the lights get lit. Okay, anyway. Know that when things be, uh, begin to happen, they will come in quick succession, and there will be hardly time to catch your breath between these events. Know that my time has come for my wrath to be poured out on the earth because of the vileness of her sins. But you, my bride, will be protected. Are you residing in the secret place of the Most High? Are you praying? Do you love your Lord, your God, with all your heart, your mind, and your soul? Is Jesus your first love? What are your priorities in life? Okay. So anyway, let's go on with the news. And next up. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I almost I almost broke the copyright rules. <laughs> Didn't want to do that. All right. Praise God. Next one up. United States losing patience as Israel backs Ukraine but pulls punches on Russia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one up. Hallelujah. Here we go. Russian chief rabbi seen as a Putin ally calls for the end to the Ukraine war. Like getting into this particular subject, this is something that uh, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh likes to get into. I like to avoid it. Because there's a lot of confusion in this area, and the last thing I want, my Lord Jesus Christ, because my Heavenly Father looks at Israel as his bride, and you say, oh, is that true, John? You must be crazy, and I can tell you as a fact he does, and I will give you the verse. It is Hosea 2, verses 19 through 20, where it says, our Father says, prophetically, through the prophet Hosea, I will betroth thee. So one of my least favorite subjects is the Jews that are not Jews. <coughs> However, I will tell you that Zelensky is very proud to tell everybody that he's a Jew. In fact, he's standing in a room full of Jews. And this was sent to me to somebody who knows about such things. And it turns out that they are from the... Um, Chabad organization, all right, and they are um, mystical Jews. They are Kabbalists, which is Satanism, um, and um, anyway, that's as far as I'm going to go with it, and Soros is a Jew, all right, but please do not, please, in the name of the mighty Lord Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father, do not get on the wrong side of our Father and try to pass judgment on who's who. 
because our father looks at Israel as his wife. Our father looks at Israel as his wife. I will betroth thee. And I, for one, refuse to take that risk because, in my opinion, that just might be, you know, a fast rail ticket right to the pit. Homie ain't going there. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Here we go. Opinion poll or uh, published uh, article. The biggest winner in the Ukraine so far is Turkey's Erdogan. Now, the reason why I put this article in here, and you can look it up yourself if you want to, is because there is a prophecy that goes back a ways back. And, you know, granted, um, you know, it's, it's a rabbinical prophecy. So, it you know, you got to hold it at arm's length. We don't know. But, you know, remember the great war with Russia, you know, the coming war with Russia that was put on the album that I was listening to when I was 10 years old in 1972 from, guess who? Jack Van Impey, who's gone where? To heaven and is in heaven now. And I have a copy of that exact album sitting about 10 feet away from my right hand right now. All right. So anyway, but maybe he was wrong. Okay, But anyway, the Vilna Gaon, who is supposedly, I don't know, many people believe this is a godly person. I do not know, and I will not pass judgment. But I will say that I will read this to you. <clears throat> it says, on Purim, Monday, um, Monday, March 17th, blah, blah. I can't, I can't give you the exact dates of everything because it's not in here. Rabbi Moshe Sterbuk, head of the rabbinical court of Jerusalem, uh, allowed a secret to slip out. He peeled back a curtain and offered a peek into traditional a tradition handed down from his grandfather, the Vilna Gaon. Okay, so there you go. That's who the Vilna Gaon is, supposedly. All right, and it goes on. A, a prominent 18th century Kabbalist. So the Vilna Gaon is satanic. All right, now all that being said, though, Satan is the master of lies. Now, I'm, I'm certainly not suggesting, you know, to go out and read everything satanic to find out about the truth, but that's how he pulls off his evil. Okay, um, it's a little bit of love and spoils the whole lump. So we don't really know if this is going to come to true. We don't know, but here's what it says, and it is, we're, you know, it lines up with Bible. Whenever it lines up with Bible prophecy, that's when I'm kind of like going, hey, same thing with Nostradamus. Hey, like that lines up with the Bible. Hey, Nostradamus saw aliens coming. Hey, wow. You know, that kind of thing. All right, praise God. So anyway, it says, um, this is what came out of that. Quote, when you hear that the Russians have invaded Crimea, when you hear that the Russians have invaded Crimea, you will know that the bells of redemption have begun to ring. By the way, for the Kabbalist, redemption is the Antichrist. Get it? But for us, it's the rapture. Because we can't leave until the Antichrist is revealed, Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Hallelujah! And it goes on to say, when you hear that the Russians have reached Constantinople, which is currently Turkey's Istanbul, you can already don your Sabbath clothes and await the appearance of the Messiah, the Antichrist. <laughs> they turn everything upside down. I'm going to read you a Russian prophecy. Boy, I'm going to run out of time tonight, big time. So Sister Elaine will just have to go into overtime. So for those of you who want to, you can dial in to hear uh, and hang out on the phone to be able to hear when Sister Elena goes into overtime. 319-527-6020. I repeat. 319-527-6020. I repeat. 
319-527-6020. Praise Jesus. And I'm going to read you this Russian prophet, Christian prophecy. This was sent to me from my friend from Odessa. <clears throat> this is a pro- by the way, this is just a teeny weeny little snippet of a really big prophecy that I want to take the read time to read a whole bunch more. Okay, but anyway, it says this prophecy is from 30 years ago about America. The boy did not say that she um, that that he would join Russia or whatever. Uh, again, it, it, okay. So anyway, and if it's a little bit choppy, there's a translational challenges here sometimes all right so i'm going to read it as it states and if there's if it's messy then deal with it i the best i can do slovoka said that ukraine would behave very badly he said that when it will be very difficult for russia and the support of ukraine will be needed at the most difficult moment ukraine will betray russia it will come to the point that the rulers of Ukraine will try to incite their people to go against Russia. This is from 30 years ago, folks. But the Ukrainian people will not go against Russia. That would be betrayal. Slovoka said so. Mommy, the rulers of Ukraine will betray Russia at the most difficult moment and betray it so ugly that all other peoples of the world will be wary of this nation. This is the literal retelling of the words of this little boy. But then, when the Russian ruler enters Ukraine with troops, he he will also join Russia. Um, Oh, she will also join Russia. I don't understand that part. And Belarus will join. There are already reports that Belarus is uh, mounting up an army and getting ready to send them in to assist the, the Russians. All the Slavic peoples along the way will begin to join Russia. By the way, there have been reports that uh, while it was never Putin's original intention, that uh, the Slavic countries like, you know, Latvia, Moldova and all that, that, they're part of NATO. But, you know, how far can you push the guy? How You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. And they're doing it. I mean, they're doing it like it's unbelievable. It's just amazing. It's astonishing. So it's astonishing. Words cannot describe. Hallelujah. Next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Al Jazeera reports, amidst war, an independent Russian radio station goes silent. So if you don't think that there's censorship in Russia, you're wrong. Okay. And you don't think there's disinformation that comes out of Russia, you're wrong. If you, again, I have a you know, wee bit of expertise on World War II, to say the least. And I can, I can promise you that disinformation, um, you know, the Enigma machine that the Nazis were using and then the uh, the uh, the British were trying to break the Enigma sh- machine code, and then you know when they broke it, they created a new Enigma machine, and it just keeps on going on and on and on and on. All right, but you got to know your history, or you're doomed to repeat it. And guess what? Most people don't know their history at all. All right, next one up, Russian ambassador. There are calls in the British Parliament to expel. Folks, you're not going to believe this. Let's listen to this. There are calls in the British Parliament to expel all Russians from the United Kingdom. When was the last time anything like that happened? World War II. The United States of America grabbed all of the American Japanese and put them in the prison camps. Remember? Maybe, maybe not. Next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Russia threatens nuclear world war as its paratroopers descend on the Ukraine. Well, as things got uglier and uglier and uglier and uglier, and the death toll's mounting, it had just left left the guy alone, but oh well, here we are. It is what it is, and it is the end times, and this is God's movie, and we are not from this place. We are not staying in this place. We are sojourners on the earth. As it says in Philippians 3, verse 20, we are citizens of heaven. So we just we just work, we just watch and pray and serve God. All right, next one up, headline. Oil jumps to highest since 2011 as OPEC holds output steady despite Russia's war on the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. You know what's fascinating about this article? It says oil jumps to the highest since 2011. And the introduction to the article was that it's going to $111 a barrel. 11, 11, 11, 11, 11. I'm sure that's just a coincidence. Next one up. The United States and Britain reportedly believe the Ukraine war could last 10 to 20 years and become a Russian quagmire. A Russian quagmire. Russian quagmire. Nope. <laughs> ain't never going to happen. <laughs> there was a song from the 70s. Ain't never going to happen. Uh, uh, it ain't never going to happen. Uh, whatever. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Next one up, okay? SOTT Sunday of the Times News reports, Czech judiciary threatens to punish the public support for Russian operation in the Ukraine with three years in prison. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, wait a how come Johnny Baptist didn't show up for the Sunday night radio show? I wonder what happened. I don't know. I, one second he's fine, and next second it's like, uh, um, oh, oh my gosh. Holy moly! And then, oh my! Uh oh! Gotta look at the security camera. Shh, shh. Uh oh! It gets louder. And now it's banging really loud. Oh! 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 Well, anyway. Praise God! Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. New York Times reports: Pentagon orders 7,000 U.S. troops to Europe. Oh, my goodness. That must be a... (laughs) Right? Another headline. Thank you, Jesus. Ukrainian cyber group to launch guerrilla warfare on Russian power grid. Did you hear that? Remember what Klaus Schwab said. A a global cyber attack will make the COVID-19 thing look like just a Yeah. Come on. Good grief. Pass the epicac, please. Thank you very much. Oh, my gosh. Spleen, shrimp fork, help. Oh, my goodness. All right, next one up. Praise Jesus. After losing proxy war in the UK, the United States now wants the regime change to occur in Russia. Never going to happen. Ain't never going to happen. Oh, my gosh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Russian Foreign Ministry blames NATO's actions. West silence on Donbass. Suffering under Ukraine for disaster in Europe. Did you know, folks? Fun facts. Fun 
World War III facts, shall we? 14,000 people were massacred in Donbass over the last several years. 14,000. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. And so we continue. Next one up. This report requires a special sound effect. Nuclear explosion. By the way, it's now posted on ready.gov. Ready.gov is the wonderful and very kind um, website. United States of Babylon the Great's government puts, you know, they put stuff on there to help you out because they're your friend, you see, and they want you to know what could happen to you, and they want you to be prepared. So they teach you things like what do you do doing a nuclear explosion? Now then. If you were from the boomer group, demographic of boomer one, and you, which I refer to as the post-World War II group, which is what my sisters are a part of, the Pledge of Allegiance group. I was part of the Jane Fonda rebel group, and I was part of the second boomers in 1960s. You know, I was part of the Kent State group. You think that was a coincidence? Me thinks not. But anyway, guess what? They're telling you what to do when you hear this sound. Um, don't look at the flash. You'll go blind. That would be bad. But anyway, I'm about, I don't know. I think I'm about in the high 90 percentile, sure, that I don't know for sure if we're going to be gone before the ground-based nukes go off. Because there's about seven seven cities that go off. Watch, again, please, watch the movie, Some of All Fears. Find it, watch it, whatever you got to do, do it. And also the TV series Jericho, which used to be free on Netflix. Well, you know, for the Netflix fee. If you have not done so, you are missing out on a humongous prophetic opportunity. Freaky! Next headline, Ukraine crisis shows the United States cannot be trusted. And this is coming from the Iran's leader. (laughs) He says during what? The nuclear talks. Hmm. Wow. And then, of course, we have this headline. Is it true? Is it false? Is it fake news? Is it true news? We don't know. Could it be true news? And is true news not really true news? (laughs) I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Somebody help. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh I think they've arrived. They've come to get, they're coming to take me away. Hee hee, ha ha. To the funny farm. Right? Praise God. Oh, my goodness. And I also have another whole page of apocalyptic headlines that I was intending to read, but I have, like, beyond no time. And on that note, let's go ahead and bring on Brother Sammy Mwangi. We're awfully late, but I kind of knew it. That's why I had him come in at 15 after. And we're going to let Elena go into overtime. So, again, the number is 319-527-6020. If you want to dial in uh, just before the show, you got to do it before the show ends. 
you, if you don't do it before uh, one hour from now, uh, then you will not be able to hear Elena go into overtime. Just letting you know. Okay, praise God. All right, and on that note, let's bring on Brother Sammy Mwangi. Here we go. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Brother Sammy, let's bring you on live. God bless you, brother. I, I, I can't believe you're planning on heading to Africa, and the world is about to go into global thermonuclear war. What kind of a missionary are you? People start praying for Sammy right now. <laughs> Give us an update, brother. God bless you. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. Thank you, John. Uh, it's just amazing. The world is going crazy, but, you know, we'll continue to uh, preach the good news and, um, you know, God giving us the strength to continue doing what he called us to do, um, to testify, as Paul says, to testify of of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I'm so grateful to come again on Radio John, and thank you always for the opportunities. Thank you also for updating uh, us on radio, what's going on, uh, you know, gathering all the information. So I'm planning a 30 days, it's actually 32, but I'm calling it 30 days of harvest, and uh, I'm leading a team uh, going to Kenya, then Congo, Rwanda, and Tanzania. This is quite a task. I think we, we have no, no time to rest. So we are leaving, um, I'm leaving St. Louis um, March 10th with another gentleman, and then there's another one from California and another one from Texas, and uh, we meet in Nairobi. And then we'll minister there for a week. Then uh, we fly to Goma, Goma, Congo, that is eastern part. We'll be there for a week, uh, both Goma and Idri Island, where we are commissioning the construction of a school. Then from there, we are going to drive from uh, Goma and uh, drive to Butale, uh, part of Burundi, be there for two or so days, and then drive to Kigali, do some ministry before returning to Nairobi, and then drive to Tanzania, back to Kenya and then back to the U.S. So, uh, wow. I, I wish some of you can join us for this trip and just have the crazy time uh, traveling and sharing Sammy. the gospel of Jesus Christ. Sam, brother, Sammy, just make sure yeah. that you mention to the pilot when you're on your way over there to steer around the mushroom clouds, okay? You, you, if he okay. doesn't think about that, that could be pretty disastrous. Wow. And you, we want to get the word of, you know, about Jesus out. I'm kidding. But anyway, I, it's kind of you know, kind of scary, really, when you think about it, but we'll see what happens. Praise Jesus. But, man, brother, I yeah. take my hat to you. Keep on going. Hallelujah. Yeah, and, and please, uh, for all the listeners, you know, I actually came so that I can update you, but also ask for your prayers. Um, this is something we've been planning for some time now and believe that, um, you know, churches are ready. There are multiple churches. We are preaching conferences, crusades, revivals. And we believe that uh, God is going to give us those opportunities. And also, among the Maasai, where we started ministry, these are indigenous peoples, when we realized the youth don't turn up, and we said, so how can they come to listen to the gospel? We said, uh, you know, sports, uh, soccer, and we did a soccer tournament, you know, gave some uh, gift things for the people who did well, and so many of them came to listen to the gospel. Um, we have many of them uh, give their life to Christ, and Lord, for on our discipleship program, you know, because we have a booklet in their own language. And so it's exciting to go back there and do the same things and share the gospel again. They are waiting. And um, 
uh, last year we, we we launched the discipleship program with the Maasai in their language. So this time we'll do two other books that we just completed, the French, uh, which will launch in Congo, and then Kenya, Rwanda, in Kigali, Rwanda. So we, we, we just look forward. As you know, John, we said this before, there's a great need for discipleship, you know, people to grow in the Lord in those areas that we minister. Otherwise, some people come and say, you know, I want to get saved every time, every time. And they just go back to their old ways, you know, get married to several wives, and it's just normal. So when they do this discipleship program, you know, their lives change, and, and we just see a lot of uh, change in their lives. So that's a big thing. One of the big things for us is to not only launch those programs, but, you know, teach the people who are going to be training them, you know, how to do it every week, how to engage the people, and how to read their Bibles. Uh, and we're so excited. And then, of course, the construction of the school in Idri, which um, I still remember when Jean was dying, she was like, please get a school for those kids in Idri. And now, finally, we're able to do that. We are looking forward to the starting of the construction and just see how far we can go by God's grace. And um, the kids, they are waiting and excited about it. So we're going to visit schools in all those countries, visit children's homes, I visit the children that we sponsor, and then we'll have many, many feeding programs. Everywhere we go, we like to eat with these kids and just show them love. And uh, we just ask for your prayers and your financial support. As always, you've always stood with us greatly, and this is one of those big missions that we are traveling a lot more, spending much more, but also knowing that we are doing that for the glory of God and that many people get to hear the good news. So, John, thank you so, so much. I'm grateful. Uh, for this opportunity, continue to pray for us. And uh, even when I'm away there, I'm leaving my, my family behind this time, but when I'm away there, just pray for me and the other four people that I'm with, three people, we are four of us. And uh, we'll team up with another guy in Kenya who is our coordinator to go to those countries. So we'll be uh, traveling five of us at every time. So God bless you so much and um, love you all. I love you too, Sammy. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, 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 um, I was powerfully led the other day uh, during my prayer time uh, on my knees in the early morning to pray heavily for you guys. Um, and so I did. And um, I, I do encourage everybody to pray uh, heavily for Brother Sammy and his team uh, because the work that they're doing for the Lord is tangible, real, measurable, amazing. And uh, it's just – it's – and wow, the courage, the courage. I mean, the places in the parts of the world that you go and Idri Island and all that kind of stuff. And oh, my gosh. I mean, folks, folks, please go to P-I-P-E-S, pipes, like pipes in a house, you know, P-I-P-E-S, uh, international.org. And just look at the videos. It's very real. And you can, you know, it's PayPal and everything, and it really helps the people out. It's just amazing. It's, uh, I, you know, thank you, Brother Sammy. God bless you. What a powerful testimony. I, Boy, do you have some serious – as uh, Chuck Misler would say, Sammy, you got some serious chutzpah. <laughs> <laughs> Praise uh, God. But anyway, you, God John. bless you, brother. We're going to be praying for you. I will be for sure, and I know other people will Amen. be as well. So thank you so much Amen. for joining Amen. us. All right, God Thank bless you. you. All right, amen. And um, uh, and now let's go ahead and bring on uh, Sister Elena. And uh, praise Jesus. Now i got to check my P's and Q's and my T's and I's and all that kind of stuff. And okay, now hold on a second. You know, i got to update my contacts because Sister Elena, 
Okay, this must be the one. Oh, it had 111 on it. <laughs> it said holding time, 111. Imagine that. Must be her. All right, praise God. Sister Elena, are you there? Sister Elena? Okay, then if that isn't Sister Elena, then um, where is she? Where is she? Did we miscommunicate? Hold on a second. Let me jump over and see if I can get her over a text message. Um, uh, we uh, are – sorry, i got to take the caps lock off or she'll think I'm yelling at her. We are waiting for you to call into the show. Can, can you call now? I just love that messages about google.com that allow you know talks through your phone and lets you send SMS text messages through your web browser. Oh man, that just that's awesome. Cuz you know, I can't sit here while I'm on radio so I can I can type it in with you know a keyboard but trying to do it from my cell phone is like, oh man. Okay, hold on a second. I'm looking. I see something happened. Um nope, 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 nope. I don't see her. I still don't see her looking, 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 looking. Hmm. That's unusual. That's highly unusual. Um, she's not responding to my text. Um, okay. Well, then let me take a look. Let me see what I can do here to get around this unexpected thing that's happening. Uh, she's not responding to the text, which is exceedingly unlike her. Um, let me go to the my contact manager. And let me see if I can find. All right. So the only, you know, the only one I have is this. So I'm going to go ahead and enter this and see if I can get through. We, I don't know. All right. Hold on just a second. Here we go. All right. I got to type in. So we get the one ringy dingy, two ringy dingies. Hold on a second. It's dark and I don't have a backlit keyboard in the Golden JIB Studios. <laughs> okay, let me just double check that. I don't want to end up picking up. I get, I'll get like Granny in Montana. She'll be like, uh, "Why are you calling me, you insane Russian sympathizer, you?" Um, anyway, um, let's see. Double checking the number, the math. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, looks good. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I see it. I see the number. Here she is. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> I was just about to dial your phone. That wouldn't have worked out really well. Uh, hopefully your your message doesn't say, thank you for calling. Bink, 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 bink. Because <laughs> that would have been like you know, broadcast across the world. <laughs> I have no idea what my answering thing says. <laughs> you might want to check that myself. because uh, yeah. if we ever have one of these electronic collisions again, you don't want that number to be, you know, well, you don't want it to get into the hands of Putin, right? I mean, think about oh, the terrible no. things that could happen. Oh, my goodness. Putin would it know my be number. global thermonuclear war. <laughs> <laughs> because they got my number. Anyway, I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. How, how are you no. doing? Um, yeah, I'm sorry I'm no. a few minutes late getting in. So, but, okay. All right. So, how are you doing? Good. And I also let people know uh, two times. 
that uh, you're free to, you know, if you feel led to go over time past the one hour mark, at which would be 9.30 Eastern time, if, if, you, if you feel led to go the next half an hour, which brings us to, you know, my paid limit, uh, you know, I, I gave the number for people to call in. I just let them know that if they're going to call in to listen to the overtime portion of the show, they need to do it before uh, 9.30 Eastern time, or you will get some like, uh, this host is not having a show right now. Uh, you're going to have to call back another time. You know, so you're going to have to call while the show is happening. <laughs> okay. But anyway, Mr. Elena, it's all yours or all well, ours or whatever. Well, we'll see if we run over. Um, to be honest with you, I normally um, put a lot of time into a blog, and I did today. But with all this stuff going on with uh, – you know, it's a big bad Putin and Ukraine and, you know, the media trying to traumatize the entire world. Um, yeah, it's been pretty busy. So um, I, I put up today um, something that came to me some years ago. And you can find my blog at Realms of Hope at WordPress.com. And I think that's the site. And it's R-E-A-L-M-S dot wordpress.com all right so tonight um just to take a break from all of the um hoopla which um my take on this is they're keeping the world in a constant state of trauma they are constantly re-traumatizing people and they do that for the sake of mind control because when people are living in fear and they're living in an uncertainty and they're watching their bank accounts dwindle and the gas prices going up and understand that this isn't going to get better anytime soon. Um, <clears throat> it's frightening. And it's particularly frightening in this country because we have never gotten this close before to, um, you know, Johnny, you and I have been talking about what's coming downstream, and there's a lot of people that see the same thing. It's the war of Gog and Magog, but I think we're at the very cusp of it. I think we're at the very beginning of it. The word is clear. The Lord is still in the business of deliverance, and our trust is in him, and we stay strong, and we do not allow the devil to shake us. We will not be moved. It is the devil that needs to stand down. It's the devil that needs to stand down. I'm not completely what? Hello? While you're talking, <laughs> tonight, oh. is a very, tonight is a very supernatural evening for me. Um, so while you're talking about, you know, this going into the Gog and Magog thing, my <clears throat> right monitor, which normally monitors Fox because, you know, I monitor the evil, um, <laughs> it, it shifted What's over – the monitor shifted over while at the very millisecond that you were mentioning this going turning into Gog and Magog. When you said Magog, the final G hit, uh-huh. my monitor yeah. flipped over to showing it. What, what it does is it, it eventually it'll flip over to showing my photo album that's up on Amazon Photos. And it showed a picture of this little boy, Ethan, from a past marriage of mine. Okay, he's not, he wasn't my son. But anyway, but this, this is what you got to get. You said Magog, and bam, Ethan is sitting there with a Nerf 
a Nerf rifle in his hand. You know, a rapid fire Nerf rifle, pointing it at a picture of Osama bin Laden. I kid you not. The second that you did, the, the G hit Magog, bam, up this big Nerf rifle. <laughs> it's like you well, can't make this up. This, it it kind of reminds me of a freight train that's really really long, and it's trying so hard to get going and you know how it goes really slow and particularly when you're waiting and you're waiting for it to go by and it just started you know maybe a hundred yards down and it's just starting up very slowly but it's huge and once that thing gets going there's no stopping it and that's what I feel like we're doing right now we're just kind of sitting at at that beginning moment where the freight train is taking off so um all these things happening, though, and I've got to, it's the oddest feeling because there's a piece that's of me that's, oh, no, this is all bad. Nukes, you know, it just, this, this, you know, of all the possibilities of horrible things that can happen. But then there's this other side of me that knows the word that says, look up. Wars and You're rumors and wars, it. look up. It happened again. Uh-oh. It just happened again. It happened again. So when you said, <laughs> so when you said that, when you just said that little screen, right? My Echo Show Five uh-huh. jumps over to a photograph of a meteor heading directly toward the Earth. <laughs> my goodness, that is what they I'm just call sitting here going, "Whoa, man! Whoa! This wow. is amazing!" That's awesome. Give you. But, so okay, so we have all these things that are happening. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, um, I come before your throne of grace and mercy, and I'm asking that my words be your words. And I submit the, the things that come out of my mouth tonight unto the Lord, and I ask that what comes out of me is um, uh, your words and your will. And I'm asking this in Jesus' name. And, Father, I'm asking for a blessing on every single one of your listeners. Um, and Father, I'm just asking that we're that we can um, uh, hold on just a moment. Hold on. Okay, this is the part where I sing a song for you. T for two and two for T, T for you, and T for me. Uh, no. Oh, okay, how about um, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full into his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. How about that one, huh? Or how about this one? This is going back in time. The, the, the uh, Amish love this song. There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Remember that one? Power in the blood. Hey, I got to look around the room because there's got to be some kind of thing representing Jesus' blood. And Okay, anyway, praise God. It's back to you. All right. So I got a little girl with Down syndrome, and um, she's having a hard day today, which <laughs> which you just got to hear some of what a meltdown is like. So I do apologize. So, and Johnny, thank you for your understanding. Um, okay, so where were we? I was in the middle of praying is what I was. <laughs> so let's start this again. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that a blessing just rest upon this next hour plus and that you be very involved with what I have to say. And all I can say is all this pushback is for a reason. So 
Thank you, Lord. Okay. So tonight, um, what I wanted to talk to you about is what is coming downstream besides all this. Because they're going to roll out something in the middle of all this. Some of it will be real and some of it will be fake. But I want to give your listeners a chance to know that this is very much part of the agenda. And you mentioned it tonight, Johnny. You mentioned um, how NASA is going to roll out a fake alien, in, you know, invasion. And they've got the methodologies to do this. They have hologram technologies. They have HARP. They have all these things. But <laughs> that's just a part of it. There really is going to be, on top of that, what the Book of Joel calls the locust. Well, what are the locusts? Well, according to the book of Joel, you can't keep them out of your house. You can't keep them from stripping your life. Um, locusts are synonymous um, in the original language with the fallen. Um, I guess the New Agers would call them insectoids, And I've had more than my share with the mantis beings. I've had more than my share with the reptilians. And interestingly enough, um, and I've been posting some of these pictures on on my blog, not really able to understand it. Well, the Lord just gave me a whole new level of understanding of a whole new group that they are totally aware of, and they have actually written them up in the American Journal of Physics. They um, were able to capture these beings in deep space, um, and they call them ITEs, Invisible Terrestrial Entities. And um, it's the American Journal of Modern Physics. Now, everything I'm telling you about now, I will be writing up in a blog and posting it this coming up week. But basically, what they did was they used telescopes with concave lenses, and they're, that's called a Santilli telescope. And um, they have actually um, photographed these. And this, this particular article came out in 2016. They're called Invisible Terrestrial Entities of the First Kind, which is ITE-1, or Dark ITE, which I believe is a form of antimatter. Now, this is where it gets really, really interesting. In this article are pictures that they got off of this telescope. And as I was looking at it, I'm like, good night. This is exactly the beings that I have taken. I, you can actually go on my blog right now and see some of these pictures. Um, they look like light strings. I don't know what else to put them. My daughter calls them yarn. They are, um, they said there's ITE1 and ITE2. Now, they needed this really fancy telescope to grab pictures of this when the Lord just gave them to me. I have got so many pictures with these beings on it. Now, the thing is, with these beings, they're made out of light and therefore quite capable of attaching um, themselves into your DNA, through your biophotons. And um, the reason I know it is that I've experienced it. Now, this particular journal has all of the really big words in it. <laughs> and so, and big words and long 
scientific explanations. Um, you can actually send an email to these people and um, just have a discussion about this. But this came out in December of 2015, and it was actually published in June of 2016. So these particular beings, I feel, are probably more dangerous than even your reptilian types because you can't see them unless the Lord lets you see them. So, okay. Um, What can I tell you about them? Um, They work along with the Dracos. And the Dracos, um, and I'm not exactly sure of how this, this, uh, because I don't have all my memories back on it, but I will get there. But they work together with the Dracos, and they're typically seen around really high security areas. Now, given what we're going through right now in the world, this is very interesting to me. They are almost completely invisible to the naked eye, <laughs> except mine, and I have no idea. It's, it's not that I see them. It's like I feel them, and I point the camera in that direction, and I get a picture of them. These come from a a constellation called Mensa. Um, It's called the Table table Galaxy, and I have pictures of it. It looks like a giant all-seeing eye, which is really fascinating considering how they also talk about in, in, you know, with the Moloch and Baal worshippers. They they really have a thing to that all-seeing eye, and this particular galaxy is an all-seeing eye. It's this big plasma cloud. Now, that's the other thing. When these beings show up, so does a bunch of plasma. Um, And I have pictures of that as well. When they are close by, they have an odor. It can be anything from sour to something like smoke. Um, It it can smell like wood smoke or even tobacco smoke. It, It smells like smoke. Um, when, when they're near windows, and I used to see this all the time, you can see their reflection. It's like a smudgy figure. It's like smudgy. And, and you're kind of looking at this thing in the picture saying, you know what? I see something there. I'm not sure what it is, but it's definitely an outline of uh, 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 something, a being. Uh, I've had them show up in the windows. I have a a big custom van with the big windows. I had seen them in the reflection of that van. Somehow they're using light frequencies to do what they have to do. Not too long ago, I believe I posted an image of one in a backyard. It looked like a, um, I don't even know what to call it. (laughs) It looks like this huge streak of light through the sky. So, and it is, it really looks like a giant, maybe a zipper or something. Um, It's just this big streak. So, um, (laughs) why are they here? Well, just the same reason the rest of them are here. We have quite the selections of species that are already here. Just ask the people that report on the dogmen. And I'm not even going to talk about my own experiences. Let's just kind of talk about the people that have been talking about this forever. We have the dogmen people. They have whole 
um, shows on a, a whole uh, consistent um, series, uh, you know, of, of people's stories with encounters of these dogmen. Um, Elena? Yeah. Sound check. Sort of. Hello. Hello. Oh, there you go. It was dropping there. out. Okay. Oh, boy. This is a fun night. Oh, it's so. Okay. Come on. Okay. Thank you. I guess she wants to be on your show, too, Johnny, <laughs> tonight. Oh, okay. all right. That's cool. <laughs> All right. She's never done this before, so it's an interesting night. So anyway, these particular beings are just another group of them. We have the the Sasquatch. Now, interestingly enough, I have had encounters with Sasquatch, but they've never hurt me. They don't want any kind of contact with people. The ones that I have, you know, unfortunately... um, you know, they just don't want contact at all. And I don't know why people chase them around because they don't want that. But they do exist here and they seem to be fairly peaceful unless they get messed with. Um, so you have your dogmen and you have your Sasquatch and you have your reptilians and you have your Dracos. Your Dracos look like reptilians with a bird head. Your um, Horus is a Draco, and it's a certain class of angels that fell. All of these were at one time, you know, they are created beings, God created them, but they have fallen. Um, the next thing is, is that this particular group, this ITE, that the American Journal of Modern Physics are coming out and acknowledging that these do exist are here now, and these are one of the main groups that had stalked me all those years ago. Now, I have testified on this show what I have seen. Um, The Secret Space Program parked itself in my backyard, and it parked itself everywhere I went for about about seven years. I think it probably was before then, but I just didn't notice it. Because the programming is that these things don't exist, that it's just something out there in the movies somewhere. Um, uh, the other thing is, is that, oh, you know, you're just imagining it. Uh, you're crazy. That's, that's the good one. You're crazy. Um, so what I want to talk about tonight is the power and the authority that we have in Jesus Christ. So when these things do show up, and these are just a few that I mentioned here just now, you know, the ITEs. Oh, and then we have the Grays, and that seems to be a fairly um, well-acknowledged group. Most people that have reported an abduction experience report that it's at the hands of the Grays. And I, I look at the Grays like a slave class compared to some of the others, they're the ones that go do the dirty work. They're the ones that go fetch people out of their beds. They're the ones that um, do all of the work pretty much for the higher-ups. Then you have, like I said, you have your Sasquatch and your dogmen, and dogmen are very, very real. 
so are wolfmen. So are vampires. All of these things are real, and they've always been here. But what's about to show up is far more than that. And I want God's people to know what this is because it really is simple. You know, the New Age people and those that really want to um, give in to the agenda that, you know, that these are the ones that created us, blah, 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 the Anunnaki and all that, they don't understand (laughs) that we were created to be over them, not the other way around. And basically what they have done is they have... um, a lot of them, have stolen from human DNA to mix it with their whatever they have to create other kinds of beings. And they've been at this for a long time. And considering the fact that these are eternal beings and they are outside of time, they've had an awful long time to work on this. Eternity is something you can't measure. Um, They are not subject to time. Time does not apply to them. But they they do not have authority over you in Jesus' name. They do not have, um, they do not have the upper hand on you. Now, the book of Joel is pretty clear that these um, beings, and the word locust, I feel, is an, it's a, an umbrella term for all of these things. And I basically put them in just a few categories, one being fallen angels, one being Nephilim. And then you have your <laughs> whatever those gray things are because they're, they're basically a biological robot with uh, supernatural intelligence. They are, as a computer, I'm almost thinking that they're controlled by an AI system. Um, that's the other thing. There's uh, the beast computer system, which can create its own aliens. And I'm going to use that word loosely. So we have this plethora of stuff. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if I should go back over a little bit over my testimony because otherwise I just sound like I'm, you know, some nut with a little girl that's crying in the background um, making things up. And I don't want to come across like that because I've had years of having to fight this by myself with her. They even tried to take her. They, she, um, they took her right out of my house. I walked out in the shed to put something away in the shed, and I came back to my house, and she was gone. She was not there. And I I was having a fit, and I start praying. I start praying in the spirit. I start taking authority over who took her because there was no way that she didn't have shoes on that she was going to get very far in just a few minutes. Well, an angel brought her back to me, or you wouldn't be hearing her carrying on in the background right now. Only God knows what they would have done to her. This is what I'm saying. Now, when I was there in Arkansas, it got really, really bad. I was in the foothills of the Ozarks. And where you have witchcraft, you will have UFOs. You will have the, this kind of activity. Wherever there's witchcraft, wherever there's, you know, the occult, wherever there's black magic, you are going to find a lot of this. 
because basically what the occult is doing is summoning them. You know, we use this Christian word demon. And what does this even mean? What, is, what does demon even mean? Yes, it's an evil thing. I got that. Is it flesh and blood? And the answer is, yeah. Um, a lot of them don't even have a form. They encase themselves in metal. And this is what I honestly think heavy metal is part of that, that kind of thing. So, and, and you'll see this in the movies. And these are people that are in the occult and have seen these manifestations and they're telling you a story about it. That's, that's why it's that way. And it's also a form of predictive programming where they kind of let you know that the war of the world, you have no chance. That is not true. That is absolutely not true. I'll tell you something that makes me really mad. I have yet to see a horror movie, a science fiction movie, where somebody takes authority over this mess in the name of Jesus. What if somebody took authority over Sigourney Weaver when she had that thing coming out of her? I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't write a movie like that, but this is what I'm saying. You have authority, child of God, over these things. And as it, this, you know, 3D stuff starts ramping up to become more and more evil with the bioweapons and the nuclear warfare and the fear, particularly the fear. That's like a dinner bell. They love that. Um, You are going to start seeing more and more and more demonic, and I'm using that word loosely, activity. And I, I really do think the Lord allowed me to go through those years that I went through where I had to go out every single day and get the stuff out of my yard and go out at night and rebuke UFOs. And it went on every single, it was just myself and my daughter. I didn't have any, I really did think I was maybe losing my mind. And that's what got me to take the pictures because if it was in the picture, then it wasn't me. It wasn't just me seeing this. It's right here in the picture. And interestingly enough, I got more in the pictures than I did with, than I saw with my eyes. But anyway, but what I did every single day was I went out and I put anointing oil on my shoes and I walked all the way around the perimeter of my yard and I spoke the name of Jesus. I, I spoke the blood of Jesus over my yard, my home my pets, and my child. Before I did that on a daily basis, they were killing off my pets. And any pet that would come in my yard, that one would end up dead and get thrown in my yard. So they are vicious. Now, the other thing is, is when these these ITEs are around, and you're going to hear all the dogs in your neighborhood going crazy, and I used to hear this every single night, they just go nuts. They bark, 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 bark. I had one dog that would come down from her house and come in my yard and start barking up at every single tree that was, and there was quite a few trees because I was living somewhat rural, um, bark up every single tree. There was nothing up there. I went down, look, there's nothing up there. Yes, there is. You just can't see it. In between our world and theirs is a curtain. Some people call it a veil. It's made out of a glass type um, material. I'm not too sure what it is. And um, 
so um, when I would go out in my yard, I knew they were busting through because what was happening is uh, there would be all this broken glass in my yard. I'd go out and clean it up, and I'd come back out, and it would be back there the next day, and I'd clean it up. Now, concurrently, with these odd things that were happening, there were things in the natural that were happening along with it, like things go wrong, things like just happened in the show just now. Anytime you want to talk about these things, you can expect pushback. Um, and we got some tonight. I mean, it was kind of interesting because, you know, I've been praying most of the day over what we were going to talk about tonight. But I told Johnny earlier tonight, I want to put it, put it out there so you will not be deceived. They want you to believe that they are your creator. They want you to believe that they are all-powerful. They want you to believe that um, you are nothing compared to them. They want you to believe that you are a primitive animal compared to them. They want you to forget that the image of God is imprinted on your very body cells. They want you to submit to them. And I'm telling you right now, the way Jesus Christ has it set up, and he went through a lot of pain to give us this, they are to submit to you. And, and you know, everybody says, yeah, 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 I know that. Well, wait until you are facing off with something that's getting in your face that you don't understand. And I'm going to go ahead and tell my UFO um, testimony again because it was such a good lesson for me, and, and that's why I like sharing it. Um, we had been, I had a, a window that looked out after my backyard, and there was a lake out in the backyard, and there was a tremendous amount of activity that went on in that lake and in the, the surrounding woods. You could see it at night. My neighbor saw it too, so... Anyway, um, so every night there was a, I I got pictures of some of these, Uh, you know, every night it would sometimes, most of the time they looked like balls of light or orbs or, um, but sometimes they look like a horizontal Ferris wheel with all these lights going around the outside of it. Um, They, they look, I think they make it up as they go along. I don't think they really look like that stuff. I just think that they, they're shapeshifters and they can make things look like whatever they want to want it to look like. Um, their ships, for the most part, aren't even, they look metal, but they're not. They're some kind of organic material. But anyway, so um, she, my daughter would get have a meltdown, just like you heard tonight. And, you know, that gets old after a while. So one night I'm like, okay, I'd had enough. I locked her in the house. And I, you know, got my my sandals on and went out back with my flashlight. And I waited for this thing to see if it was going to come close. And it did. And so I rebuked it in the name of Jesus. And guess what? It came closer. That was really frightening. You got this thing coming at you. You don't know what it's going to do. You know, if you you hear some of the stories of people like... um, there was a guy not too too long, a communion, the guy that wrote the, the, the book Communion. I mean, that was a hideous experience. They took him right to hell. You know, then you have the, the, the lady with the paranormal experiences up there in Alaska, which I totally believe her. 
Um, so, all right, so I'm standing there and I'm rebuking this thing and it comes closer. And I just about, I panicked. I was going to run, but my feet wouldn't move. They just wouldn't move. And the word of the Lord came to me and said, don't you dare run. When you speak the name of Jesus, you stand. You don't back up. And so that's exactly what I did. I stood and I spoke the name of Jesus again. And that thing, I watched it. I said, you will leave now in the name of Jesus. That thing went straight up in the air and came back down in a ball of smoke. And I watched it. And the next morning, I went out in my backyard and there was some very odd, did it almost looked like um, silver, but it was more like clay. I got the, the tongs and my glo- and I got my bucket and I put it in there. I didn't want to even touch it. Now, what is the takeaway on this? Well, the takeaway is simple. First off, when you rebuke them, they're going to challenge you. They're going to try to move in closer. They're going to think they're going to test you to see if you really mean what you have to say. When you speak that mighty name of Jesus, you do not back down. That's exactly the word that came to me, and that is the truth. Because if you do, they just won. You take a stand. And the, the attitude I took was if I die, at least I die with the name of Jesus on my lips. And that's the attitude I think is the right one. Because you can't, and, and running makes sense. All right, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Running makes sense. You get, you're being approached by some giant creature or some ship or, you know, some kind of weird thing. You know, you, you know they go chasing these ghosts. I don't believe they're ghosts. I believe they're some of these critters, just like I'm talking about. They can be spiritual. They can be flesh and blood. They can be whatever they want, whatever kind of um, scare that they're going to try to put on you. You stand your ground. Now, I've, on, the, on the other side of this, I've taught Christians that are going out to buy elephant guns because they're going to shoot them. <laughs> Which, really? Which one? You're looking at ten of them. Nine of them are holograms. So by the time you're done using up your bullets, shooting at things that, you know, the, <laughs> just an image... That thing is already on top of you and consuming you. A gun is not going to work. There's no way that gun is going to take down a creature that's designed to be eternal. And if, it, if you do, it's temporary. It will be self-healing and it will get right back up. They're even doing this with human beings right now. They get human beings that can be self-healing. Hitler was working on that. Now, how long ago was that? You wouldn't believe what they can do now. So, what does work? The name of Jesus. Just like we're all learning the world is not exactly what we thought it was maybe 20, 25 years ago. I don't think 20 years ago I would have thought any of this. They'd shut down the world for a scamdemic just because they wanted to roll out some kind of bioweapon mark of the beast thing. I never thought I would see that in my lifetime. 
I don't think any of us did. We were all, you know, Fourth of July picnics and Christmas and working, and, and we just thought we lived in the greatest nation. We did not realize behind the scene there was this bubbling mass of corruption that was just waiting for a place to go explode. Basically what's happened. Now, just like we didn't know that was going on in our world, we certainly don't know what's going on behind the veil, but the occult does. And if you don't think right now that they're just doing the ritual thing big time to bring in their agenda, Honestly, do you really think that they're bringing in all those immigrants just to get a vote? Or do you think maybe there's something more nefarious going on, particularly when there's videos of the women, the pregnant women being separated from the rest of the, the, the immigrants? What do you think they're doing with those babies? And it's really hard sometimes to believe that many people would participate in something as ugly as black magic and the occult you know, for a few paltry years of success, you're going to spend an eternity in hell. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul, Jesus said. But that is what we're surrounded by. People that have sold their soul to the devil are proudly proclaiming it to our children. Now, what do you think the occult does? Their God demands blood sacrifice. Their God demands maximum pain to the enemy. Their God will wipe the earth with them if they don't give it over. One of my favorite prayers when I'm dealing with the devil is to get out of here and go tell Satan you failed. In Jesus' name, go now. Why? Because that thing is going to get punished more by having to go tell his superiors he failed. Now, on top of all these supernatural critters that I've mentioned a few of them, there's also human beings that are, they call them reprobates in the Bible. And and you'll see one in, in the form of Nebuchadnezzar that was looking like an animal and swinging from his gardens like Tarzan. I mean, that was... Uh, an individual that was given over to being a reprobate. These would be your wolfmen. These would be your vampires. These would be some of your super soldiers. They have been (laughs) working with them since they were babies. By the time they're, you know, of age, they are, they are bad. You don't want to mess with them. And I I kind of think those are some of the most difficult because they are flesh and blood, like us. And they do have a free will, like us. But they still are inhabited by demons and devils that give them their, their power, so it's still subject to the authority of Jesus Christ. It is God who moves upon the hearts of men. The reason I'm saying all this now is because I see it coming this year. I really do believe that we're looking at some kind of supernatural happening this year. 
I feel it in my my gut, and I pray I'm wrong, but I do feel it in my gut, and I'm going to go ahead and boldly speak it. Um, and if I'm wrong, I'll be back on Johnny's show to say, gee, I'm so glad I'm wrong. <laughs> so, but in the meantime, I really want to give this to you because I've walked it. I have seen it. I have seen them chase my car down the road trying to get me into an accident, and I say, get out of here in Jesus' name, and poof, they're gone. Just gone. And I can't give glory enough to God for that. I can't be grateful enough to God for that. And I want you guys to know you got the same thing. You know, I get people that um, write me, and they're in a lot of pain, and they don't understand the authority they have in Jesus. And to be honest with you, I didn't either when I was going through it. I, I just knew what it said in the Bible, and I did what it said. That's all. But then you see it work. And, and that's what you have to see. You have to see it work. Then your faith gets built up from there. And even if you can't see it, it's in the word and you believe the word. You can put your faith in the things that are in the word. So when you're rebuking the stuff, even if it doesn't want to move or it doesn't want to budge, you know the word says that it has to clear out. That's your sword. Does it happen? Now, that's another thing. One of the things that I noticed is that there's this big time difference between the dimensions. Uh, Some people that are really smart with this kind of thing call it time dilation. And because I have been rescued by angels, I have seen it. I (laughs) I had an angel that took me out of a ritual before they killed me. Everybody in the room solid. It, they looked like cardboard cutouts or something. I, 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 and I was so out of it because of the trauma. I kind of looked, and he had this giant hand on my head, and he was pressing me up against his chest. And he got me out of there. Three days later, when I finally was able well enough to get back up and back out to work, they, they sent someone after me to shoot me and kill me, but that didn't work for them either. A mounted policeman came around the corner and <laughs> that guy, he's, he's probably still in jail. Anyway, so it, this is what I mean. The Lord will, will stand up for his people because you're standing up for him. And you are speaking in faith and you're not believing their lies and you're not submitting yourself to them. They want you to submit to them. They are your God. God's people, the only thing we submit to is Jesus Christ. The only thing we submit to is the Trinity. The only thing we submit to is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And that puts you over them. And they don't want you to know it. They will go out of their way, and and pardon me, they will try to bitch you down any way they can. You're not having it. And when the time comes, I really pray, Father, that, that your words come to their minds and to their heart and to their soul like you did for me. 
because honestly, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just doing what it said in the book. And I praise Jesus that I knew what it said in the word. Behold, I have given you the authority to trample upon the serpents and the scorpions and over all, all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you. An angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. That's Psalm 34 and 7. These are just a few of the the things that we put in our arsenal. So when that time comes, and there is a 37-foot critter sitting in your front yard, you say the Lord rebuke you, and he growls at you, and he comes for you, and you say, I said, stand down in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is against you, and it drops them. I've heard testimonies of people that have, you know, been in situations when they were about to get robbed. And we're talking an elderly lady turned around and rebuked the guy coming at her with a knife to roll her. He dropped his knife and ran. This is what we have to remember. We are not subject to them. They are subject to us. Psalm 91, Johnny always reminds me to say it slowly. Every one of the verses where the Lord promises you he will stick up for you, say it slowly and commit it to memory because when the time comes, you don't have time for a long drawn out prayer of, you know, this, that, and the other thing. I have three prayers in my arsenal that I use now on a regular basis, and it's just one sentence. And I have seen it work over and over again. One of them, well, if the Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name, you will find that one in the book of Jude. We do not bring accusation against them. Do not call them ugly SOBs like you see them doing in a movie. We don't call them names, and we do not even engage in conversation with them. Wisdom says we speak the word, and then we watch it drop them. We watch them run. And I have seen this, and that's how I can speak with confidence, because I have seen it. The Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name. Leave me now. That's one. This one, this next one, I actually saw um, when I was in a dream. Let the judgment of the Lord be upon your head now in Jesus' name. That's something they are so afraid of. And then you're out of it. You're not even involved in that discussion. You're just speaking it. It's between them and God. It's between them and their creator. They are created beings then at that point, their judgment is on their head. And I have seen it drop a demon as fast as you can get it out your mouth. And this new one that I just came up seems to work on some of the um, voices that are in people's heads. This one goes like this, and may the Lord demand your life from you right now in Jesus' name. 
they shut up right away. Now, where are these voices coming from? I don't know. I, it could be other human beings. I'm certainly not too sure of that. Um, they have these colliders um, all over the place in the cosmic. These colliders that are here, they might be new here, but they are not new off planet. They have them everywhere. And they can communicate using all kinds of technologies instantaneously. They can be anywhere. They can be on the moon. They could be on Mars. They could be, and they could be in another galaxy. And it's just about as instant as it can get one thought to another. Now, how are they doing it? I'm not a physicist. But I do know that they can do it because I have uncovered inside of me altars that told me all about it. Um, when I was working with Daniel Duvall in 2015, that was one of the first altars we found, um, was someone that you know was involved in some of those programs. And basically what they did was develop it in places like Dulce, and then they took it off planet too. We've got human beings all over the moon and Mars. We got human beings, wormhole travel is a thing. That's how these things get around. And basically they have shown their human minions how to get around as well. So, okay. Where are these voices in people's heads coming from? I'm going to give you a few of my own observations. Number one, remote neural monitoring is very possible. There's technologies to do this are here. Somebody, if they can get a hold of your DNA or your personal frequency signature, they can control these things from the dark web. They can start projecting their voice via computers into people's heads. It's not just people that can do that, though. These off-planet kind can do it as well. Um, so there's that, uh, people that, and I think they're using implants. I think some of these implants are coming through the chemtrails. I think people are breathing them and they're taking root in their body and self-replicating. It's not just the jab that's doing that. I believe that it's also, I think people have been breathing in, drinking water, all these, you know, food, you know, you eat the animals, you eat the plants, you know, that the stuff is coming down through the the rain. It's getting in all through our ecosystems. Um, And I do believe that's one way that they um, can spread nanotech. Uh, some people's systems, I think, push it out. Other people's systems suppress it. And then there's people that have symptoms. And that's what Morgellons was. And Morgellons is primitive compared to what they can do now. So I had a lot of implants. Mine were not Morgellons, although I do think Morgellons might have been a part of it. I think it was more, <laughs> it was Morgellons plus plus. And I don't even like the word Morgellons because I think Morgellons um, uh, indicates that it's it's something that it's not. The word Morgellons is a psyop. I believe that um, this was an experiment that was rolled out upon the entire world, but particularly here in the United States 
in order to test certain materials that they're now using in the jabs. And they are mind control substances. They get into people's, you know, brain tissues. They get into your muscle tissues. And from there, they get into your spirit or your energy. And I know this is a word that Christians don't like, but we are electrochemical creatures and we do put off an energy field. And I do believe, because I've seen it, they, they, have, they get into that too. We have a spirit, a soul, and a body. And how that all comes together, the mechanics of that, is the Lord's business. But I think that human beings have worked diligently through these horrible, horrible experiments that they, they did to the, in Nazi Germany. The, the Japanese did it. We've done it here to the broken, to the imprisoned, to the um, black communities. The Tuskogee experiments with syphilis, come on. Elgin, Illinois, they were experimenting on all the mental patients. Um, somewhere I've got some research about all the human experimentations just in the United States since the 1800s. So, you know, with that in mind, that hasn't stopped. The Nazis are still building these horrific labs where they're experimenting on dogs and everything else. Fauci is a monster. Fauci was experimenting on beagles, doing horrible things to them. I, I, I can't even think about it without getting sick. Um, and now, you know, <laughs> the Ukraine with all their independence, you know, how many bio labs they have there? It's, they don't have any now. And for that, we, I think we all need to say thank you, Mr. Putin, because we don't want what's coming out of those labs one way or another. But the Nazis never left. The Nazis just went underground. They went to Antarctica. They went up through South America. They have movies, the boys from Brazil, about how they were creating Hitler phones all over the place. Um, That was with Gregory Peck, and that was a movie done, I think, in the 50s. Um, So human experimentation is something that's been going on for a very long time, but in the last 70, 80 years, the technology is exponential. What the military has right now is hundreds of years from what they're telling you, hundreds of years ahead. And every year it multiplies by even more. Now we're not doing this alone. Wherever you see biolabs, understand that there is a quote unquote alien presence involved there. If human beings were capable of spreading biotech, they certainly would have done it long before the Nazis. Why all of a sudden? Yes. Hello? I I want you to keep going. No, everything is cool. Okay. Um, Okay. But I just wanted to jump in real quick and then it goes right back to you, so hang tight. Um, so right now, live on Fox News is Sean Hannity. And the banner at the bottom of the screen is multiple explosions in Kiev. Multiple explosions in Kiev. And I'm here to tell you, folks, I am monitoring nine live webcams in Kiev at this time. Right. 
and there right. is not so much as a single flash of light. It is as quiet as quiet can be. Folks, we are really being played. Really being we played. We are being played. And because the devil is a liar. Now, there is a fellow, I forget his name, but he's English-speaking. I think he might be American because he sounds American. He's in Ukraine, and he walks through the streets of Kiev every single day. There's nothing going on. There's people going back and forth to work and, you know, people going into shops and, you know, it, and then, you know, on Fox News and the other news outlets are saying all this horrible stuff is happening. I, I don't know what to believe. I believe that we are in a world of disinformation, which the devil is a liar. He even lies to tell the truth sometimes. But um, I, we don't know what to believe. We really don't know what to believe. So therefore, there is one place that you can go that has a monopoly on truth, and that is in the scriptures. So anyway, well, Johnny, um, I don't, I don't know where else to go with this. I, I, well, you were saying about that there were alien or otherworldly beings that were working in the violence or around the land. Yeah, oh, go, go, go forward. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, these underground bases are not just Dulce. They're, they're not just under New York City. They are all through the Ukraine. They're in Crimea. Crimea. I'm going to have our time spitting this out. Crimea. I can't get it out. You know what I mean. Fix it. Okay, they're in Belarus. Um, these underground, and what did, what did I read the other day? There was like 32,000 miles of underground bases throughout this, you know, that region, Ukraine and going into Russia. And I believe it. That's a lot of mileage. But there's probably a lot of switchback and going up through the mountain and then back down again and then under the earth. I mean, yeah, so they, I, I believe that there's, I think that might be a little exaggerated, but I, I don't know. I don't know. There's also other dimensions that are right up against this one, and you wouldn't see it if it smacked you in the head because of the veil. The minute that veil comes down, and I'm not too sure what's going to make it come down, I believe it's probably one of those trumpets um, that's going to shatter the veil. Um at which point um, we're going to be seeing all kinds of stuff. I believe that all that we've heard about Nibiru is Nibiru is in another dimension. And there's a lot of people that get pictures of it. But the pictures are, like a lot of the UFO pictures, are blurry. Why are they always blurry? And, of course, you've got your naysayers. Oh, well, it's because... You know, it's this and that. No, it's blurry because it's starting to emerge through the veil and you just got enough of it that you got a picture of it. And then they also use cloaking devices. They use optical illusion to cover themselves. And right now, and this has been going on for quite a couple decades, MIT their students go out with their cloaking devices and they make themselves invisible. A lot of your magicians use these materials. So that is why they come out that way. But there is a literal veil that, and it's, it's glass. 
it's a glass material. I don't know if it's glass like we think of glass, but it every every time these beings were coming through into my yard, I would always find broken glass where they were. And I was meticulous about my yard. I'd walk through it every single day cleaning up what I found there. And I found some things that were unreal. But wherever there was the most amount of what I called artifacts, and I found all kinds of things from gemstones to um, some kind of memory stick with a uh, symbol on it that is nothing of ours, Um, the twisted metal. I also would find uh, voodoo type things. And I, like I said, I believe these things go together. I think if you have, um, you know, people doing witchcraft, and in my case, I had covens coming at my house from all over the country. I would have, and they would throw things in my yard. Now, why? I don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'll ever know until the day that the Lord, you know, tells me which might not be until I see him. So they would come past my house with license plates from California, from Texas, New Mexico, Missouri, and they would throw stuff in my yard. And none of it was anything that you would consider, like there would be plastic bags and bits of aluminum foil and paper and rocks and Occasionally bones and occasionally things that stunk. I wasn't sure. I wasn't even going to ask. I just wanted to get rid of it. And um, for those of you that say things like, that stuff doesn't work unless you pay attention to it. You don't know what you're talking about. I had no idea that was going on. I wasn't paying any attention to it until it almost completely destroyed my life. You're best off being observant, and even if you're wrong and you rebuke it, at least if something is there and you've rebuked it, you're going to be okay. But I'm I'm saying what you're seeing through a glass darkly now is going to become very clear in the months to come. And I really believe, um, and I'm basing this off of Dana Coverstone, He said there would be a little skirmish in March, but there would be a big thing in September. The Lord showed him that. That resonates with me. I think it might be a very good idea to um, get prepared. And therefore, if nothing happens, you're still prepared. And what does this mean? This means having food, having water, having a way of... um, even if it's just enough to run your device, they make little solar batteries. If you can't afford a big solar thing for your house, they make little solar batteries that you can charge up your phone, you know, at least to find out if anything is still going on. If you can find out anything, you need a way of communicating is what I'm saying. Um, Walkie talkies are helpful. Um, And if you possibly can, try to swing a solar generator. They're expensive. But when the time comes, I think it would probably be worth the money. Um, Secondly, an EMP protecting device on your car and home, those aren't that much. Those are $300, $400. 
Um, supposedly they work. I can't say whether or not they work, but I've been told that these are very good to have. Um, but your most important preparation outside of all of these things is knowing who your commander in chief really is, knowing who the lover of your soul really is, knowing who the one who was there when all things were created and still laid his life down for you. He shed his own blood so that you can be with him forever and ever. Well, Elena, I don't know. He's God. Why, could, why did he have to do that? I don't know, but he does. Because that's the way it works. That's the rules. That when there is sin, it has to be atoned for. I didn't make the rules, but I'm quite sure if there was any other way, he would have found it. I'm quite sure if there was any other way of restoring this earth outside of all these cataclysms that are coming, he would do it. God is, he can, he can do all things. But if it has to be this way, then it has to be this way. We're not the creator. He is. They're his rules. So he loved us enough to come here in the most lowly of circumstances, something that most Americans couldn't even begin to comprehend. You mean you want me, a pregnant mom at 14, to go give birth in a stable? Are you nuts? But that's what the Lord chose for himself. And then when it was time, after being ridiculed, called crazy, called the devil, called a liar, no matter how many people he healed, touched, gave miracles to, saved him from storms, all these things (laughs) turned around and crucified him or denied him. But he loved him just the same. And he did it anyway because it was necessary and he did it for the whole world not just me or somebody that you know that goes to church he did it for you he did all that for you so when the time comes you see we were born for such a time as this the lord put you right here right now in today and in the days to come for his purposes And so he wants to be with you as you go through. He, he doesn't want you to do this alone. He wants you to be a partner with him. You're here on an assignment. You're here to do the will of him who loved you enough to lay his life down for you. My goodness, I don't know anybody to go up to the store and get me as much as a stick of gum. More or less lay their life down, and particularly that way. And when you look at Christ on the cross, understand that's exactly what God thinks of sin. And that should have been you up there. Instead, he substituted himself. 
And, you know, we, I talked about a lot of lofty things tonight. I talked about rebuking and having authority and understanding that we have angels, you know, that the Lord is going to, the Lord does send to us for what our needs are, to take care of us, to fight for us, to bring us provision. You know, you can help the angels by singing praises to Jesus that strengthens them. And even if you don't think you have a voice that sounds very good, sing loud anyway. Sing out anyway, because that really strengthens your angels when you do that. You can ask him for legions upon legions if you want to, if you think you need it, and then he'll send you what you need. But the reason you can do that it's because you belong to him. The Bible says we don't rejoice that the devils, you know, submit to us. We rejoice that our names found in the Lamb's Book of Life. And what this world is looking at is a huge toilet flush of the wicked. And it needs it. The corruption on the face of the earth, the filthy, horrible, terrible, nasty, oh, Things that are going on in the earth right now as I speak, I don't even know how God stands it. He's omnipresent. I don't know how he hasn't done away with us a long time ago. I think it's because he doesn't blame us. I think he knows exactly where the blame falls, and it's on the wicked. They have a form of wickedness that most of us can. Even your most wicked human being cannot fathom that kind of evil that comes out of them. There is no good thing in them at all. But they'll pretend that they're your friend. And they will say, just get on this ship. Don't you dare get on a ship. Because that's them faking it. And once you get on the ship, you're going to be somebody's dinner. Don't get on a ship. When the Lord comes, he will get you. He will take you where you don't have to go to him. He said, you know, somebody says he's out in the desert. Don't believe him. Don't go there. Why? Because he will take you from right where you're at. He will meet you where you're at. He will translate you wherever you're at. And you don't need to go anywhere. These beings are liars, and they're really good at it. They learned it right from Satan, who fooled Adam and Eve, who walked with God. Who do we think we are? I mean, they walked with God every day. They still got fooled. Deception is um, (laughs) what it is. It's a very tricky thing, and it's very difficult for anybody to steer clear of it. I think we've all fallen into deception at one time or another. Things show up. We cannot afford to be deceived. We have to have a few things in our toolbox. We have to have the authority given to us through the shed blood of Jesus Christ as his children. That's the only way that authority is going to stick. Now, where you're going to see this in the Bible are the sons of Siva when, you know, they were trying to cast out devils and they got beat up. Okay, you have to be in a relationship with him. So you get that relationship when when Jesus said, you know, they come to him and say, you know, didn't I do this, that and the other thing? And Lord said, 
I don't know you. It, there it is. That, that speaks to relationships. If you don't spend time with somebody, how do you know them? You have to spend time with him. And it's delightful. It's delightful spending time with him. But just say you're going to do it and see if you don't get a fight. Just like what happened tonight at the beginning. It was a fight, wasn't it, Johnny? I mean, that was a fight. But we don't back down from a fight that's already been won for us. So you got to have the relationship and you got to know your authority because you're in that relationship. I would say commit to your memory scriptures that when the time comes, you, you pull that scripture out just like Jesus did. Satan said, bow down. Bow down to me and you can have all of these kingdoms. Jesus used the word and rebuked them. That's the way we need to be. Satan is a liar. The word is the truth. It cuts through the lies every single time. So I would say put in your arsenal a few scriptures that you know backwards and forwards. And I'll give you a couple of my favorites. There is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Because the devil is also the accuser and he will tell you you're all these terrible things. And he will bring back to your mind things that you that you, you feel bad about and you thought you put them under the blood and he'll start beating you up with it. He is a liar. There is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus and stand your ground and he'll go away. Um, the other one is, um, there is no weapon formed against you that will prosper. When the enemy comes at you in one direction, he has to flee from you in seven. And every tongue that rises up to accuse you, the Lord himself will condemn. Behold, I have given you the authority to trample upon the serpents and the scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall harm you. But do not rejoice that the devil submit to you. Rejoice that your name is found in the Lamb's book of life. This is just a handful of them. But it got me through some of the worst years of my life. Um, So as you're preparing physically, I would say it's, just as important, if not more important, to prepare spiritually. Next, it's really important to put on the full armor of God every single day. And I have seen in the spirit when I do that, I think we're putting it on our angels as well. It's girding them up at the same time. I don't exactly understand it, but I've seen it. You put on the helmet of salvation that guards your mind. You, you pull that, that helmet down over your eyes. Everything you look at is through the eyes of your salvation. You put on the breastplate of righteousness. That covers your heart. Your heart then cannot be moved. It is passionate to be obedient to the things of the Lord. You put on the belt of truth. That holds everything together. 
And that's the word of God. You put on the shoes of the gospel of peace. And I've actually seen those. They're absolutely beautiful. They're made out of gold filigree. You take up the shield of faith. And when the devil comes at you and lies to you and tells you that, you know, you know, it's all bad, you're going to die, and, you know, that whatever the thing is, that the lie du jour. And the lies of the devil are pretty significant because he incorporates truth in them. The devil lies by telling the truth. It's one of his favorite tricks. You hold up that shield of faith. And it extinguishes all those fiery darts. They can't get into your spirit. And those fiery darts are real. And then you take up the sword of the spirit. That's the word of God. And that's what I've been talking about tonight. So that's another one of those scriptures that become a, a staple. That's a staple in my life. And these are the things, you know, Jesus, man does not live on bread alone, but every word that comes out of the mouth of the living God. Jesus set an example for us, and I can't think of a better role model than the creator of all things, and he set an example for us of also suffering. We cannot be afraid of pain. We have to learn how to embrace it like he did. The Lord spoke to me about this just a few weeks back. I was crying to him about something, probably feeling sorry for myself, you know, and uh, I was crying to him about it. I know it was, I was crying to him about the amount of rejection that I've had to endure in my life. And the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, well, that's because I set you apart. And I know what that means. I said, Lord, I'm not holy. Set apart. The word holy means set apart. So, Lord, I'm not holy. And he said, oh, you are confusing holiness with sanctification. Sanctification is part of holiness, but it's not holiness. Sanctification is our response to holiness. But holiness is something that the Lord does for us. He calls us to that, and then he equips us. But when he calls you to holiness, don't expect the world to embrace you. The world will spit you out because you don't belong here. You are the real alien. You are the real stranger. And that's in the book of Peter. We are aliens and strangers. We are. <laughs> we that's are. right. It's true. That's what we are. We're that's what the word says. Mark on the, on the uh, total time that I have available. Wow. So I thought I'd give you a little okay. bit of edge because time flies. Okay. But, well, uh, let's finish up then. And also, before you pray, one more just quick update for everybody, because I know not a lot not a lot of people know how to do this. But Fox continues to report that there are colossal explosions all over Kiev, and I am still looking at Victory Square, Kiev, and also uh, Independence Square, Kiev. Uh, and I'm watching the entire horizon looking for so much as a little bitty flash of light anywhere, and there's nothing. So anyway... <laughs> Uh, welcome to the new 9-11, everybody. Praise God. Hey, you know what? Here's the good thing. Praise God. Before Elena closes with a prayer for us tonight. Before that, real quick, just think about this. Okay, if Klaus Schwab is correct, 
If he is, and there's certainly very few on the earth that's as dark and close to Satan as this entity is, all right? And we know that God is in control, right? So let's make some logical deductions. Since God is in control, and he is, and he, and if he, if he doesn't leave, you know, until he that restrains is taken out of the way. Second Thessalonians two verse three. Now he is our father. He is all of our father's resources, the angels, the prayers of the saints. It's the whole package, the kingdom. Now we know that God is not restraining right now. We know that God did not restrain the bioweapons that were released against us. We know that God did not restrain the lies that are being perpetrated. And I mean, the stuff that's happening, this new 9-11 lie that is occurring on a global level. Can you imagine that on a global level? Folks, this is an amazing transition that we are in right now. We are in a transition that clearly appears that maybe what Klaus Schwab said, which was, there will be no going, not, no going back, no going back to a norm. That's what he said. And he's the king. He's one of the kings of the darkness and of the evil. And God yeah. is not training this right now. That's the most important thing to take note of is that, you know, with as many, let's, you know, I just know from my sisters who are typical evangelical Christians here in Babylon the Great, I know from them and I see their emails and they are absolutely convinced because they're part of that whole club uh, that this is all going to suddenly vanish and, uh, you know, God's going to swoop in and arrest <laughs> Hillary Clinton and Trump is going to materialize mm-hmm. in the White House and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, now, here's the thing. Look at what's happening. Just to use your eyes. We don't even have to try anymore. We are literally seeing the Bible unfold before our very eyes. And think about it. Consider this. If the this lies the 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 gadzillions of lies that are happening in global perpetuity right now continue at the same level as they are and there's no sign of decrease whatsoever only increase in the lies then with the separation of Russia, who owes you know trillions of dollars into in, the World Bank has just cut them off, folks. You got to understand. They just re, uh, they just said uh, that uh, a tube of toothpaste is expected to go to ten dollars in the United States. All right, now let me let me just wrap this around to the Bible, and then Lena will close with a prayer. That will be the manifestation of the third seal of the Book of Revelation. That will be the beginning of the global financial collapse. So while this show is going on, I got a text message from my ex-wife. Her name is Dawn. She's an LPN. And she just told me she got a notification today that her rent is going up $300. That is unheard of. Oh, my goodness. Folks, if it's happening to her, it's happening to millions and 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 hundreds of millions of people across this country. That we are so close to being jettisoned at high speed directly in to the seals, to Revelation chapter 6, the global financial collapse, which right away, immediately after the global financial collapse, which is the third seal, is the fourth seal, which is what? Gog and Magog, World War Three, Psalm 73 war, uh, Damascus being turned into a ruinous heap. It also includes the United States of America being bombed by uh, – 
Russian and Chinese aircraft. They're going to fly uh, – the Russian ones are definitely going to fly over Canada, heading south over the top of the United States, and they're going to drop bombs. Now, I don't know if this stuff is all going to happen like in the next couple of weeks. I'm not saying that. What I'm just trying to let you know is that we are on the precipice of all of these things unfolding, and, and the forces of darkness are not being stopped by our Heavenly Father. And that speaks volumes that are it's just astonishing how far into the end times we already have progressed. While the rest of her while the rest of churchianity is still drowning themselves in the lies of the devil and out there trying to pray against Putin as some sort of a new version of Satan himself. They're fighting off on the deception. And folks, praise Jesus that we're not part of that deception. We are truly citizens of heaven, and we are looking forward to doing whatever we need to do for our Lord Jesus in the days ahead. Praise God. We're getting close, folks. Do not be caught with not having done nothing with your talents. Okay, the, the parable, the wise and foolish virgins goes together. It is hand in hand. Jesus didn't so much as stop to take a drink of water when he went from the wise and foolish virgins into the parable of talents and rewards. And in the talents and rewards, he wasn't happy. He wasn't happy with the people that were given stuff and didn't do anything with it. So start doing things, start mm-hmm. praying, start the ministry, start touching people's lives, Thank start giving Lord. money, do things, folks. Thank this you, is Lord. it. I don't know how long it's going to last. We don't know how long. It's going to be years before we get out of here. But, folks, it's going forward now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, on that note, God bless you, Sister Elena. Would you go ahead and close with a prayer for us tonight? Father God, in Jesus' name, I just thank you um, for Johnny. I thank you for his podcast. Lord Jesus, every person that is listening in, we bless you in the name of Jesus. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, I really would pray Father, that you would send the Holy Spirit to them so they can get to know you. You are just a delight. You are wonderful. And we thank you, Father, for each and every one. And, Father, if you would just keep them safe, keep them in peace, and bless them richly in the days to come right underneath the nose of the enemy. And I'm thanking you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, Sister Elena, for joining us tonight. Thank you all for joining us, whether podcast or live stream. And um, folks, uh, like I said, I'm staring right at several webcams right in Kiev, and there isn't so much as a flicker of light anywhere. So the lies are flicker. Goodness gracious, they're just as thick as thick can be. Anyway, God bless you all. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. Friday night, 7 p.m. at the curve, Lord willing. I do mean. Lord willing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you. Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you, we will endure Until you come back for your bride To set her free I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds For they shall see my glory
explosions rock the city of Kiev. God bless you. God bless you. The new 9-11 is in progress.